This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 206 of Video Game Apocalypse. I am your host, Michael Raparez. It's a big week for video games. Who else is here with me? Ah, Christopher Rentista. I have to go now. Oh, <laughs> right now? That's a reference to a game we'll be talking about. Ah, okay. Who else? Dave Ryder. I mean, Rudder. <laughs> and special Mass effect guest. I am your Pathfinder for Mass Effect, Henry <laughs> hey Gilbert. Now. Hello. Mm. Oh, all right. Well... Yeah, obviously Mass Effect Andromeda is the big headliner mm. this week for uh, a lot, of, for lot of Andromeda drama. Lots of different reasons. Andromeda oh, and drama. Mass Effect Andromeda. You guys you mm. just got to learn how to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, Automata. Andromeda. <laughs> I played Andromeda Automata. while in beta. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, beta. I used to have a beta max. Because mm. <laughs> I'm English. Uh, well, enough from the beta cuck. Um, uh, <laughs> oh. What? What? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Nobody does. They send really. killer tofu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh god damn it! Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> but ah <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, Mass Effect. Uh, obviously, that, that's a big headliner this week. So uh, we decided to construct a top five around it. Oh. Specifically around what are our top five trilogies. Now this is going to be oh, god. hugely su- subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to make a lot of painful decisions, leave a lot of things on the cutting room mm. floor, so I guarantee everyone at this table and uh, everyone listening will probably have something to be mad about by yeah. the time we're through because we left out this thing and included this other horrible thing? What were we thinking? As long as Def yeah. Jam is here, I'll be happy. <laughs> I, wish, eh, I wish Def Jam was that good. <laughs> Don't but, we all? But I, sh- I should specify, when I say trilogy, I mean not like just a sequence of three games. Mm-hmm. These are all three games that told uh, a single overarching story. Angry Birds, Angry Birds Transformers, <laughs> uh-huh. yep, Angry yep. Birds Star Wars. So Super Mario 1 through 3 mm-hmm. doesn't count. Even <laughs> though I think the story of killing Bowser, going to mm-hmm. sleep, and then killing Bowser again is a pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty self-contained story. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're, they're all interconnected. They, they all... Uh, you know, one one follows the next. Mm. Uh, events that happen in one game are referenced heavily in the next one, etc., etc. Um, so let's just jump right in with number five. No matter how much wine he consumed or how many women he took to his ah. bed, nothing on earth could rid him of the horrors that plagued his mind. <laughs> Athena! Jesus. So, like the wine has to be sideways, right? Crash? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sideways be... and crash. <laughs> it's uh, Murder Man. So we don't Greece. count the cart racer. Um, no, there, there was no God of War. Oh, no, I mean, there were 17 Aww. God of War games, but there was God of War 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, well, there were actually, what, 6 now, I think? I thought it got uh, up to 4. There were two PSP games. One mobile mm-hmm. game. Judgment. And was there one other one? There's no one? Judgment. Ascension. Ascension, yeah, Ascension whatever. Came out where where did Ascension take place in the timeline, then? That was, it was a prequel. Okay. Was, oh, there were more prequels than sequels. 
Huh. Yeah, hmm. actually. And uh, God of... We just talked about this in 302010, by the way. It was odd. Yeah, God of War. God of War 2 celebrating its 10th anniversary. Jeepers, creepers. Yeah, feel old. Even the people listening, you have to feel old, you young wow. fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but God of War, I, I figure that this will probably be our most controversial choice. Stay tuned so for I, game deals. I put it at number five. Uh, oh, yeah, lots of God of War mm-hmm. deals, actually, this week. Um, but, like, looking at this series, it's... It's really easy, I think, to write it off as just like, oh, he's a one-note, screechy character who just is really angry all the time and kills everything. Mm-hmm. But I think what makes God of War interesting and the character of Kratos interesting is that, you know, I, I like to joke like, oh, he's mad because he's sad. But uh, in reality, <laughs> it's that he is this profoundly broken character. Mm-hmm. Like, he is just incredibly depressed, wants to die. Really, mm-hmm. it, but, you know, even death is no escape from this pain mm-hmm. that he feels of having murdered his uh, his wife and daughter he's while spoiled. in a blind rage. Well, it's, yeah. it's spoiled yeah. pretty early yeah, on in the first game. The Crispin Watch religion. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, too many concussions. He's <laughs> under a, a curse, and he's, like, serving the gods of Olympus because it's like, well, if I do this long enough, you'll take the pain away, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we can't actually help mental illness because uh, <laughs> we're just ancient gods and psychiatry uh, hasn't been invented yet hey does the lightning bolts cure depression no <laughs> can't do nothing for you Chris. so in- instead like be- because he's just got this he's actually a, a suicidal character but mm. he can't die and the, the many times that he does die mm-hmm. uh it doesn't solve anything so his only recourse is just to lash out at the world around him with those big swingy chain things And uh, this is the story of a man who is so angry at himself, Mm -hmm. at everything, that he punches his way all the way up creation, trying to find (laughs) something that will kill him. All right. This is an excellent argument. Because I I, I don't know the story. I know the first two games pretty okay, but not the story doesn't... Oh, but doesn't he also brain. find out that Zeus is his dad and he's got to yes. kill that guy? Well, yeah, yeah that's in, in the first game, again, spoilers. He gets to bone chicks along the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he bones chicks in every game. Yeah. Other than the women <laughs> he sleeps minigame. with, he murders every person he ever meets. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think there's a bit where he, like, visits Sparta in Ghost of Sparta, mm. which I always want to call Goes to Sparta. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, it is factually accurate. He does go to Sparta and he does not kill some people there. <laughs> Yeah, God of War goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> Party but, down. So, yeah, for, first game, he's like a servant of the gods and servant of Ares, mm-hmm. the god of war specifically. And then he finds out Ares engineered this whole thing where I killed my family. What? So because he thought they were a distraction and he wanted me to be a pure tool of violence. Uh, side note, this comes up as a plot device in a lot of works of fiction. Yeah. It never, ever works. You end up with a broken, sad person. Mm. Uh, don't do it uh, if you're thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> he finds a weapon that can destroy Ares and ends up taking his place as the god of war. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game, we find out that doesn't even make him happy. Only death awaits you at the end of your journey. My death is what began this journey. The fates have not deemed victory for you. Your soul will never find peace. I am what the gods have made me. So now I'm back to thinking this is all silly again. Yeah, <laughs> s- second game, he goes to try and confront the three sisters of fate to rewrite his own past. Mm. Uh, ends up, rather than going back to fix uh, what he did with his wife and kid, goes back to fix, like, uh, Zeus betrayed me and stabbed me with this sacred blade of Olympus. I'm going to go back and fix that and punch Zeus a whole bunch. And then... Uh, 
God of War 2 ends on kind of a cliffhanger that then Does leads he literally into hang from a cliff. A cliff. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, God of War 3 begins with him climbing that cliff. <laughs> <laughs> on on the back of the Titan Gaia, who's who's incidentally the narrator for these games played by All Linda right. Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, the entirety of God of War 3 is just him first killing all the gods Mm -hmm. in Olympus uh, in Olympus and then uh, he finds this girl Pandora and develops a weird attachment to her because uh, she resembles his daughter and uh, leads to a big confrontation at the end against his dad your pathetic attempt for atonement from the family you slaughtered has caused nothing but havoc on Olympus look around at what you have done I see only what I have come to destroy. Hmm. And I, I know that's silly ass style. <laughs> it it seems like a, a like just you dialogue. never supported me, Dad. <laughs> In a movie written by a mom about how video games are bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like its directness of it. Of just like mm-hmm. he kills everything, and he doesn't just like slash them with something. He rips people apart. Yes, he is a. And when I say people, I also just mean monster things. Mm-hmm. Like he tears. Well, who tear- was the writer on this? Was it Amy Hennig? Uh, new. I'll look this up. Yeah, thank you. But yes, he does. He does tear people apart. He tears monsters apart. There are mini games in every game based around extravagantly tearing people and things apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, who can forget the? Um, again, a little bit spoilery, but there there is like a second person segment. In God of War three, where you're looking through second person, second person, huh. and that you're looking through someone else's eyes oh. at Kratos, and then Kratos comes up, hovers his thumbs in front of the mm-hmm. camera, and you're asked to push both thumbsticks in oh. at once, and uh, Kratos pushes his thumbs in, and everything goes black. So mm-hmm. God of War borrowed a gameplay concept from Battletoads. Battle Just gonna go there, yep. kind of. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of the. That's one of two reasons I find it offensive, because uh, <laughs> you also. You don't do whiteface people. That is inappropriate <laughs> in every single context. It's offensive. Um, That's true. Uh, Kratos is a, a very white character being played by an African American. Unbelievable. I thought you just meant because he was covered in their ashes. He was whiter. He is. Than he is. He, it, is that why he's the color that he is? Yes. Okay. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, he's he's covered in the ashes of his family that he slaughtered. That's why That's part of his curse. That's why he's the ghost of Sparta. How old was his daughter? That's too many ashes. Well, that's why in the background, what's his wife, too? And the clothes. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get a lot of ashes out of two corpses. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Marion Krozkozik? Sorry, that's a difficult last Didn't name. Didn't she win an Emmy from Malcolm in the Middle? I'm going to say Krawczyk. <laughs> Krawczyk. She is the writer of ah. all the God of War games. Ah. Uh, yes, that's a woman writer. Mm-hmm. I know. Is well, it? there's multiple credited writers, but she's the lead writer on it. I definitely heard David Jaffe say in an interview that his he only did the first game as d- game director, but mm-hmm. he talked about how the twist of Kratos being so into his job that he then murders his family was inspired yeah. by Game Crunch. And that he was so committed to making games, he was worried he would lose his family because of that. Oh, man. And then he would go on and make that Twisted Metal game and brag that uh, nobody had to do overtime or something about it. And uh, and now David Jeffy's making a game that's like pencil drawings the game. Like... By yeah, a yes. folder drawings the game. Mm. You'll be able to play it for free in April. You'll see if it's any good yeah. or not if you're a PlayStation mm. Plus member. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nice. And, and yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, 
God of War. God of War is one of those things that was like super critically acclaimed when mm-hmm. it was out, and mm-hmm. has kind of diminished in the years since its its heyday. It's surprising, yeah. Yeah, um, but I think you know a big part of that series' success was just like the action was incredibly satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like there was something really cool and beautiful about like arcing those chains around mm-hmm. and. Uh, Slicing up cotton. It was it's constant streams of monsters. It's tough to think about all the things that God of War did that nobody ever did before, though. Mm-hmm. Like even like fucking around with the camera to suck it, such a drastic degree. Like just there's no such thing as a fixed camera. Incredible yeah. camera angles when you're scaling a mountain. Like is there like a fucking crow mm-hmm. holding this camera? This is like an incredible <laughs> shot. Like how does this even yeah, happen? And yeah, you tell yeah, the yeah. story with and, the camera and yeah. also the boss fights. Were, yeah. were correctly yeah. epic. It was like, all right, this is a real boss fight. I am, oh, in, yeah. I am in a real ass boss fight against this Minotaur or or Kraken or whatever. And, and this really pushed the envelope on like we're gonna have like the biggest fucking creatures yeah. in any game ever. And and like by the time God of War three came around, that was a huge selling point. That's like we have these massive titan massive gameplay, titans. I believe they called yeah it? titan gameplay. Oh, idiots. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it was it was really just like here's this massive boss or a giant character that you're crawling around on mm-hmm. top of mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's it's a moving environment mm-hmm. that moves over a static environment yeah. and like that's really cool like nobody had ever really done something like that before except you know uh-huh. Shadow of the Colossus was sort Which of like that but both the, released after the, the scale PS3 was, was launched <laughs> yeah <laughs> Scale yeah. was oh, a yeah. lot bigger. Two, two, yeah, God of, God of War Two was a PS2 game when the PS3 will, was new. That's what I was saying. But you're talking about God you're of War waiting 3. a long time for three to come to PS3. Mm-hmm. It took yeah. a while. Yeah. And I remember playing two on, or actually playing one on mm-hmm. PS2 and thinking like, I can almost feel the PS2 straining mm-hmm. to pump out these graphics. Like it's it's mm-hmm. almost chugging. Did they pop up? <laughs> yeah, well, it was one of those things a first-party game could get away with because mm-hmm. it had all the support of all the other experts. Yeah. Like, no, this is how you get the most out of PlayStation. And, and I don't know that it was the first to do that. I do remember it was the first, my buddy uh, Melendez, to use a component to have it like a 480p setting on a PS2. Oh, yeah. They did. He's like, you got we got to buy these new cables, man. The game looks way better through these cables. So I was introduced <laughs> yeah, to yeah. component Every cables. Every time you put it in a God of War 2 disc, your, <laughs> your PS2 says, it's a living. <laughs> the component is a pterodactyl from the Flintstones? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think the first God of War and Shadow of the Colossus mm-hmm. were like am- amazing feats for like 2005, 2006, yeah. whenever they came out. And mm-hmm. then... Like, the fact that God of War 2 also came out on PS2 and also looked amazing was yeah. kind of a shock. Like, why didn't they just save this for PS3? Yep. Oh, because they've got something that's much bigger in mind. Well, and because I would have been in 2007, they couldn't port it to the PS3. They're like, oh, this thing still sucks. Like, a port job mm-hmm. on this is too hard. Like, it, it, mm. the, the PS3 didn't have its crap together until yeah. 2009. And not yeah. on Woods. God of War has the potential to be like the Sony franchise that has worked for three hmm. console we generations. We shall see. This mm-hmm. is the test. There's yeah. never, there has never been one before. Yes. Enti- Killzone doesn't count. Destruction Derby. Well, in terms of this being a, a trilogy, I think you could say like, well, the, you could point to like it has three prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, especially the PSP ones, do a lot to add mm-hmm. context to the story. They're mm-hmm. not really essential in telling this one very basic narrative. Uh, 
and then the fourth one, I think it says something that's like, this is kind of a soft reboot, and then, like, the gameplay seems very different. No, you mean, uh, you mean the upcoming one. Oh, yeah, the right? fifth one, the fifth yeah, one. Yeah, you don't and mean what the, Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's the like one that's just called time. God of War? Yeah. And it's, where does it take place? It seems, my guess, and well, actually, now this is a, a theory that's been circulating, is that it's going to be set... Like Kratos is creating Norse mythology, mm. that he's after destroying the Greek pantheon, he's going to go and found his own pantheon, and that the little kid that with the lightning bolt arrows yeah. is Thor, and that he might end up huh. becoming Odin, which means like, eh, he's probably going to sacrifice just, an eye. Just looking at it, huh. I'm like, that's a reality Kratos is probably manufacturing. Mm. Like none of this seems real, yeah, especially right. in this context. You think maybe it's all in his head? Not necessarily like that, but like if you tear down the world. By killing God himself, mm-hmm. and then you have to rebuild the world in your image. Mm. Maybe like I do want to relax in a cabin with a beard with a son that I've never had. And, uh, yes, an offspring I can never get back. Mm-hmm. No wife this time, mm-hmm. none. Mm-hmm. And I will say again, spoilers: like we've had to wait this long just to find out if Kratos was still alive. Mm. Although he's died so many times and come back that it's. I mean, it's kind of meaningless. Pointless. Then yeah. it's like it, he's he's dead until he isn't dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's move on to... Number four. Good to see you, Master Chief. Things aren't going Mr. well. Chief. Cortana did her best, but we never really had a chance. Kind of gives it away. A dozen Covenant superior battleships against a single Halcyon-class cruiser. With those odds, I'm content with three... Make that four kills. Sleep well? No thanks to your driving, yes. So you did miss me. Ah, good old Gears of War. Master Chief of the Clotosaurus. (laughs) (laughs) And the Cortanosaurus. Yeah, I I would have put this in here, too, as much Mm -hmm. shit as I give Halo. Those games were very... Halo 1 through 3, especially, was really, really important. They all were special in their own way, because... Halo launched the Xbox and made people not think of it as just like, eh, Bill Gates is trying to make a yeah. system. It all sucks. Then you play Halo, you're like, no, this, oh, is, the fuck? Really, this is really, good. really, really yeah. great. It's both a multiplayer game and a single player game. Then you move on to Halo 2. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Then you have two, which continues the story, though, and uh, to some people's feelings, not well enough. But then, who cares? Because it they basically invent Xbox Live yeah. to mm-hmm. play it online, and it becomes the game everybody can't stop playing. And then they do Halo Three, bring it to the 360. Mm-hmm. Radio for Vito. Heavy lift gear. We're not leaving them here. Yeah, you're not. Give me a crazy hand. fool. Why do you always jump? <laughs> One of these days, you're going to land on something as stubborn as you are. And I don't do bits and pieces. Only whole corpses. Wow. <laughs> you can see, really see how the story evolved. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and the acting stayed well, really good. But they, they made the story a lot better. And mm-hmm. then they go straight. And then they improve the online action. It looks amazing. And they created Forge mode. Yeah, like I, think, was... I think that's my distaste for Halo stories because I'm rooted in the first three games. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so clumsily told. Yes. And, and it's like, but everything else in the game yeah. is so unprecedented and well, incredible. I, I've heard a lot of people say, like, the story really fell off a cliff once 343 took over for Bungie. Uh, it, seemed to, but it does seem, I, like, incredibly self-serious. Hmm. 
Well, sort of like it, you could like, say it fell off a cliff because they they didn't have bungee. Anymore. To, to <laughs> me, when, when I when I played four and five, it was sort of like someone took my He-Man figures and tried to make like this really dour story by clanking them, like <laughs> elegantly animating something around them. And I know there is a story there, and there's lore, and there's books that people enjoy. But it, like I, again, for me, Halo deserves a spot here for everything it brought to each. Yeah. In each iteration, it pioneered something new that gaming didn't know it needed. I mean, I, re- I really liked. You know, the original Halo, mm-hmm. good story. The second one, when they added the Arbiter mm-hmm. and that second half of the story, mm-hmm. that was David. I ne- but I never finished three, so mm-hmm. I, you know. Finished three multiple times? Uh, yeah. Wow, so yeah, I, I, mean, I, think, I think there's something to be said. Don't ever think about the, it. The first Halo mm-hmm. was like this very straightforward, like, yeah, I'm going to kill all the aliens. It's going to be fun. And then, it's going to be hard, Chief. Halo 2, they introduced <laughs> some nuance yeah. again with the, the Arbiter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What use am I? I can no longer command ships. Lead troops into battle. Not as you are, no. But become the arbiter. Join and the you navy. Shall be set <laughs> loose against this heresy with our blessing. Become our fourth ghost. In the mid nineties, WCW <laughs> was running roughshod with the WWE. All Keith David impression. Yeah. I mean, that was a that was a me- almost like a Metal Gear Solid Two style twist of you're playing yeah. half this game as Keith David, like yeah. you as, this except as you don't hate it game. as the enemy of, yeah. uh, in the last game and. And yeah, I, I still remember like seeing conservative blocks around that time. Mm. Like one of them was like really angry. It's like, oh, we're gonna make the aliens the good guys now. What yeah. is this? Like, it, oh, we find out like, no, they're not evil. They're yeah. just operating out of like religious. There's only one half of this space war that's just. I lit. I lived with a dude who politically leans different than me. Mm-hmm. Good buddy, mm-hmm. and like the only game he played was Halo. And when we played Halo 2, he was fucking livid over the Arbiter sections. Because the Covenant in the first one, Mm -hmm. especially, say, if you're playing it two months after September 11th, Mm. some people (laughs) could read into it as an anti-Muslim agenda of just like the Covenant are religious extremists out to destroy the very militaristic and very American-feeling UNMNC. So I could see the Is reading that making on sense that. of the travel ban? No, operators. So, <laughs> so then, but then meanwhile, you've got two where you see that, like, no, not everybody in the Covenant agrees uh. with the uh, boss of it who's <laughs> telling people to kill the universe through payloads. So yeah. the Arbiter well, breaks off from that. It's not even... They don't really understand what the Halo is. They think it's, like, this religious... Like Holy Land, yes, and in fact, it's a, a series of weapons that mm-hmm. uh, are designed to wipe out all life in the galaxy. Yeah, but and also then just the twist of the flood in the first game. Mm-hmm. That you don't even mm-hmm. realize there is a third faction of this, yep. which also showed off its roots as a StarCraft wannabe, as yeah. what it began yeah. as. I, I think the Grave Mind might be my favorite character, though. In, Audrey Two games, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Audrey Two made of corpses. They were so afraid to show. Audrey 2 full on in Halo 3 I remember playing it and just like man when are we going to see Audrey 2 oh wait this voice is it we're just not seeing the talking plant mm. and uh, but yeah I, I I came to really get into the story even though I was not into it enough to be the people who was like oh yeah I'm going to read the books even though if people say Fall Reach is actually just a good book on its own mm-hmm. uh, but I need to read actual books and I don't do that <laughs> I don't do that uh, I'm not saying I didn't read it because I read a real book I'm saying yeah. that if I'm not reading real books I can't yes this is not getting bumped to the front of the line yes. Yes. reading and a video game book is like a step lower than going to see a video and game and only working at GR like opened my eyes that like I played every Halo for hundreds of hours 
And when people talk about the story, like, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, I might have done this once. And then I did it co-op and fucked yeah. around, tried to see if I could get a warthog from one section like, of the game to the other. I, I played through Halo 3 on Legendary and co-op mm-hmm. with, I think, uh, Brett and Charlie, possibly you. Yeah, me. And, like, yeah. I don't... We didn't pay attention to that shit. No, all I remember is, like, well, there's something about a giant scarab mm-hmm. that uh, we jumped around on and blew yeah. up. And, that scarab uh, fight was cool. Yeah. But I... I yeah. Even though I, I don't want to discount it and have people yell at me again, personally insult me, which is what happens when you mm-hmm. talk shit on Halo, and I'm not yep, talking yep. shit, I'm saying the game deserves a spot here... Is everything else it did to pioneer multiplayer on a console, and to I'll, redefine first-person shooters on a console, yeah. to uh, the 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 creation modes of three, yeah. unfucking believable the amount of creation so modes. Much in Another thing, Forge. For fuck's sake. Another thing I think gets overlooked in its game design in single player was just here's this open like they were so open mm-hmm. the the single player maps of. Okay, there's like you got to get from point A to point B, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of different paths oh, you can yeah. take. Yeah. And in this like gorgeous world, yeah. like it was like it was a, gorgeous. a gorgeous, vibrant world of like purples and greens. At, at the same time, every game was going like brown and gray exactly, as its like yeah. default colors. Halo was doing purple and light green. Yeah, that's like that fucking was, it, like the Joker had vomited <laughs> on it. That was such a striking evolution in game design, yeah. also. That I, re- I remember like there is a, a moment in Bully of all games where you're like, uh, Going through this huge open canyon sort of thing, and like, uh, you know, you're you're shooting like some sort of improvised weapon at a bunch of nerds who Mm -hmm. are jumping out and trying to ambush you, and. it, well, that, that was actually like the nerd click, in right, the game. right? Right. But but it's like this is so clearly an homage to Halo. <laughs> Just like yeah, this this big open area where you can mm-hmm. kind of go around all over the place, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and it was it was really interesting though. Like I feel like just a couple months it was after Halo Three comes mm-hmm. out. Bungie's like, we quit. Like, or we want to be set. We, let's we're gonna buy yeah. after Halo Three came out. Like we're buying back our stocks. We're done. But even when they said that, they clearly had a contract that was like, no, you owe us two more Halo games. They make ODST and Reach, hmm. and then they've extricated themselves from it. But they hmm. still, and, and those were just more like B sides or like, we could make more Halo, but we're dumb. Henry, Master you're Chief. asking for death threats. I, 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 I know <laughs> those Halo were fans good now. Games. They're fine they're games. Good games. Like, what, to me, what the first Halo did that I, I, get, I don't think it gets enough respect for is to pioneer a co op. Yeah. To, to prioritize oh, yeah. co-op, totally. mm-hmm. and whereas Reach, yeah. Reach and ODST drop, and like that's <clears throat> that's what this is. Well, in in Halo Three, also mm-hmm. like the the co-op characters are like the arbiter and two other arbiters or yeah. two two other elites. Uh, and not to steal a talking point for myself later when I talk about Andromeda, but I I, I see Andromeda having a lot of similarities with Halo Four because mm. Halo Three and Mass Effect Three both ended with a clear like this is a boom, this is a period on the end of this sentence mm-hmm. and we have left a new interesting place that you can pick back up this thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you play the next game, the next direct game, like Andromeda or Halo 4, they're like, well, you know, mm-hmm. we sort of did something, mm-hmm. but the Covenant here, they just are. Look, it's yeah. a Covenant. It's, I, don't think, I don't think you could have had a Force Awakens or Episode 7 that was yeah. very interesting starring Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No. It, yeah, like, yeah. A, like two years afterwards. What mm-hmm. would he have done? Well, he just... Saved the universe and killed his father. Where do you go from there? Where do you go? Well, he's uh, he's walking and he's walking around. There's a new, even more bad guy. And like that, uh, he meets an alien, and, uh, and that's that's my only critique of Halo. Like, alien I, has a big uh, exclamation point hovering over its head. I need and, a narrative device to get me to play a new Halo game is fine. And like I, after like I, I stopped rolling my eyes at Halo 5's story. 
I'm like, this game is beautiful and awesome. But I, it was so full of itself. Like this is all has no meaning to me as a Halo fan. I think it was asking more than the actor who was hired to play Master Chief. Totally, he was signed on for. He's like, I'll say that about. I love David Hayter, but I think he also was asked to do more. Than I he feel was crestfallen. Well, that's a pretty good transition point for. Oh, hey, three. I'm loyal to the end, to my purpose. What about you, Jack? What's it going to be? Loyalty to your country or loyalty to me? Your country or your old mentor? The mission or your beliefs? Your duty to your unit or your personal feelings? I bet you guys know what Paper this is. Paper or plastic. gear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Halo? <laughs> but Halo uh, So is this the first I'm three Metal Gear Solid games? So this is not the first three. Like, they're, okay. As I, I was talking to Henry about this, and I said, like, this is really... The Metal Gear series has become this sort of bizarre constellation yeah. of yeah. interweaving storylines. Yeah. But I think if you were to pick out one solid trilogy mm-hmm. of stories, it would be... Well, this seems unfair. The one that starts with Metal Gear Solid 3 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. continues into Peace Walker and Metal Gear, Gear Solid 5. What about so, Portable Ups? Portable Ups is a real game. <laughs> it is and it real. isn't. It's it's left off of official of the official timeline. Yeah, so it's, it's like, a really? it's the it's a Monster Hunter game that Kojima mm. made, which was re- and it was good at being that. Yeah. Well, I thought Peace Walker was more of a Monster Hunter yeah, game they, I mean, than Portable Ops. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh, but yeah, so in going back in time, I think uh, Kojima kind of reinvented the character of Solid Snake by saying, like, hey, let's take this villain from the early games and let's make it about him. And since Solid Snake was a clone of him, let's make him sort of a slightly rougher version of Snake. Well, so here's the thing uh, why I think Kojima got more invested in the big boss trilogy than he did in the Solid Solid Snake trilogy, which is 1, 2, and 4. In in 1... Uh, I, he he made Solid Snake, but he made it clear Solid Snake was an imitation. And it seemed like by the end of Metal Gear Solid, he was just like I'm done with Solid Snake. Like I don't want to do more stuff with this guy. Mm. And they made him go back, and then he tried like, no, make it about this other guy. I don't want to do Solid Snake. Yeah. And then cut to four, where he's like, fine, you make me go back to Solid Snake. He's fucking old. He's awful, and I wish I could kill him, but you won't let me even kill him. <laughs> Come to think, like, so everyone's does... gonna have to stare at his ass. Yeah. I think was it after three? He said every Metal Gear game is the last one he'll ever work on. He, he said that with at, two. He said with two. With he two. tried to yeah. hand off. And two. I, I think it's just that like. Wait, a, you're an employee at a company. You yeah. can't decide whether or not you don't make a sequel with this character in it. Like, it's going to happen it, with, it's weird without that the, you. When he got to the point that he did want to make a sequel, that's when Konami just, like, fucked off and well, did nothing so, anymore. So, meanwhile, the Big Boss series, I feel like Kojima feels a bigger connection mm. to that because mm. Snake is... Uh, solid Snake is just an operative on his own as part of a larger whole. Big Boss is building his career and building a nation and yeah. building a group of like-minded individuals, not unlike, mm. say, Kojima Productions, mm. his company oh, he develops games ah. with. And that, that's part of what makes especially Peace Walker and MGS5 so cool, is that, like, on the one hand, yes, you're, you're doing these stealth missions. On the other, you are building a base and staffing it with yeah. people that you kidnap <laughs> constantly <laughs> from, from the field of battle. And the fact that, you, you know... Unconscious people equals resource to harvest mm-hmm. kind of gives you an incentive to go the pacifist route and not just kill everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, I'll never forget you, you, you talking about that. Uh, like, I was at the event where they unveiled Metal Gear Solid Five at Kojima Productions, like, short-lived L.A. Santa headquarters. Monica. Oh, my God, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, their L.A. headquarters. Uh-huh, which was right across the street from where we went to the, the big Call of Duty uh, XP event. Uh, oh. Whoa, really? Yes. It's like a giant it, dirt nothing It was, like, there. right next to that, <laughs> that giant hangar yeah. uh, where they had everything, but... Uh, so I went to this event, and like every journalist in the audience got to ask one question. And mm. I know I've told this story before, but bear with me. That when it got to me, I asked him, so what is it about... Like, this is a return to Big Boss mm. rather than Solid Snake. Uh, what is it about this character that you find more compelling than Solid Snake? And, and what about this period that you find more compelling about like the near future? And... He gave what, at the time, I thought was kind of an unsatisfying answer, Mm -hmm. which was to say that uh, something along the lines of Snake is a clone, and he's not capable of the same range of emotion that that a real human is. So Big Boss is is a real person, and he's, uh, you know, more more expressive... And and I thought about it. It's like, is that kind of a sideways dig at like David Hayter? <laughs> because like, yeah, Ooh, David, yeah. David Hayter is like he's more of a writer than an actor. Whereas Kiefer Sutherland, now that's mm-hmm. an actor. Yeah. So I'm kind of pulling this out of my ass. But if, if you say the big delicious. yes, the Big Boss trilogy is about mm-hmm. it being the boss, but mm-hmm. the uh, Solid Snake trilogy could mm-hmm. it be about being an employee? Because the second uh, game is about being replaced. The third game is about yeah. being too old to work mm-hmm. anymore. Totally, totally. Yeah. It is huh. about. I mean, he is an employee for the his operative place, mm-hmm. and every time he's like, even in even in the first Metal Gear Solid, he's just like, I'm too old to be doing mm-hmm. this. Like, you pulled me out. I just want to be home and smoke. Well, I just, <laughs> <laughs> just want to eat some eggs. Yeah, eggs. I think I think like I, I uh, Lee Alexander like wrote an essay about how uh, Metal Gear Solid Two is kind of Kojima's way of expressing like. I'm an old school game designer mm-hmm. and everything has changed mm-hmm. and gotten more realistic and demanding and I am not up to this. Mm. Uh, it's kind of his statement yeah. on it. I feel um, the same way. Totally. <laughs> uh, but he but then, you know, following two, he got so much more I feel like three is when he rediscovered his love. He's just like, yeah. I'm gonna go back to the beginning. He I mean, three has in my opinion, the best bosses yes. Metal oh, Gear yeah. ever had, mm-hmm. and that is the making it the best Metal Gear because I love the boss fights so yeah. much. Yeah, like I mean, the, just just for the sorrow alone, yeah. where like you're mm-hmm. forced to confront everyone you've killed throughout the and game. the end, and it's sidekick pity. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the one one knock I have against Metal Gear Solid Five is that like my favorite parts are like, yeah, these are kind of done better by the end in Metal Gear Solid Three, like mm-hmm. like the very slow sniping battles. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, think, and you can kill the parrot. Yes. <laughs> where where can you still play Peace Walker? Is it part of that HD yeah, collection? Yeah, it is part of the HD collection. Though when you're playing it, you're like, this is a PSP game. Like yeah. you can totally see. Honestly, if you just play, this game would be great with two extra shoulder buttons. Well, yeah. I mean, but there's also the problem that like if you're playing on a PS3 or Xbox 360, mm-hmm. that game is ideally meant to be played on PSP with other people locally to be yeah. your teammates and it's real hard sometimes but like mm. if you're playing yeah, alone it, and it can no be. one's like, playing this online the anymore. boss fights can be really tough in that yeah. game and, and also like the the reason I say like this is more the, mo- the Peace Walker is more the Monster Hunter game mm. is because the environment is uh, divided into these little discrete mm. areas so that like they're they're all open but pretty small. So yeah. it's like it's creating like one big open environment, but you have to go through these like rooms in sequence. Mm. But also, it's distracting to replay. It was distracting to replay the HD collection mm-hmm. because 
that's when I realized, oh yeah, there were it was all comic book cutscenes or ninety yeah. percent comic book cutscenes just mm. for resources, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but really, you don't. I don't say you have to play Peace Walker because if you play Ground Zeroes, it tells you everything that happened mm. to Peace Walker. Really, Ground Zeroes is like this is the final chapter of Peace Walker as a game, yeah. and <laughs> and it is it's the bridge. It Forty dollars. Yeah. I'm counting $40. Ground Zeroes. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was twenty. No, no, it was no, thirty. It was 40. I think it was, was thirty. It was thirty. It was thirty on last gen yeah. at three sixty PS three and forty on PS four wow. and Xbox. So as a person who never finished Peace Walker, like how much of Metal Gear Solid Five is based on Paz and Kaz? It's like these are people I barely know, and <laughs> the narrative is leaning heavily on these yeah, people quite a bit. But uh, but I, I can, I'm considering Ground Zeroes as part of Five. Ah. Um, so it's you know. Mash. I'm mm-hmm. cheating a little bit here. I'm already <laughs> cheating by saying these three games are a trilogy. I'm already on my third even year. though they're disparate, yeah. but they they are a trilogy. Ground Zeroes is like the Animatrix to the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> That's a, an interesting. So way better than yeah. two and three. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but anyway, I, I thought Metal Gear Solid Three, like the the differences in story between games, like three was this very emotional story about like you know big boss or Naked Snake is betrayed by the boss, his mentor, and has to go and find out, like, what happened to you? Why are you doing this? Uh, I'm going to kill everybody standing between here and there on the way. And then uh, the the events of that game left him so traumatized that by the time Peace Walker comes around, he's actively trying to escape his legacy. Thank you, Big Boss. Call me Snake. Oh, uh, sorry, Big Boss. Listen up. For us, there is no victory. But in revolution, doesn't one triumph or die? We don't do either. We're just mercenaries. <laughs> we just fight. We don't win. We don't lose. We just come home we and do, die. doing a job. We multiply. <laughs> <laughs> Babies, kids for life. <laughs> I don't shut up. I grow up. And when I look at you, I, I throw, throw up. See <laughs> oh food. You know, you know the Going thing... Going into fucking Christian Bale's Batman now. The, the thing I kept waiting for in each of the big boss games was like, okay, this is when they set up Zanzibar, right? This is when they... And they never do. Like, you and never, they never quite get to Outer Heaven. You're always building these things that's like, what I meant, outer oh, this is Outer Heaven? This is Outer Heaven? Yeah, Zanzibar Land mm-hmm. is Metal Gear 2. Right. Solid Snake. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're always thinking like, okay, is this going to be like what I infiltrate in Metal Gear One? And like, wouldn't it be cool if they tacked on like a DLC mode at the end where I have to go through my base as if it's Metal Gear One? And my do all dream that stuff? of the end of Metal Gear Five would end with just like a two-hour-long mission that was Metal Gear. Yeah. The, the Metal opening of Gear. Metal Gear. There wasn't, but like, from Big yeah. Boss's stance, there wasn't really a, a Mace Windu style scene where it's like, all right, this is the official heel turn. For big boss, because yeah, it's 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 sort of like a very gradual, yeah, like very gradual yeah. road toward a heel turn, and yeah. like you kind of see elements in yeah. in like five, especially like he like, he just like the the way he talks about his sons, like yeah. I've got nothing to say, like well, kicking Otacon uh, Senior, I forget his actual name, off uh-huh. the off the, ha- off not, the base. not Hal Emmerich, that's Otacon, yeah. right? It's yeah. Boy, I'm stuck for it. I just want to say congratulations on getting Michael to use wrestling parlance back at you. <laughs> <laughs> totally said he'll turn and didn't stop. Well, <laughs> it's it's a valid phrase. It is. And it was also interesting that you know Big Boss's story really he'll turn. chronologically turn. ends in in Metal Gear Four. Like you get to yeah. see, you see the end yes. of him there. 
it is a very good ending for him. So you don't even worry too much of like, well, we'll never get more Metal Gear, and you will never get more Metal Gear that's real. There is no Metal there is no Metal Gear without Kojima, at least as long as he's alive. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of mm-hmm. just have to completely restart it. They're no. doing. They, they will try again. Well, they, they demonstrated. Metal Gear survive. They see her maybe. And, you, and yeah, they, all you gamers, try. all you nerds, will kick yourself when they find a new young dude who they can pay <laughs> little, very little, and get just as much good shit out of the game. If Ko- if Konami wants that, I don't think they want that. I think they have to do that. I mean, well, Konami has made decent Metal Gears without Kojima. Yeah, what really? else do we know? Uh, no way. No, Rising no. didn't Sorry, happen. Sorry, man. Those. Look, you couldn't wipe your butt in. You couldn't wipe your butt in Konami on a Metal Gear thing if Kojima didn't say you could. So to say yeah. he's he wasn't involved, like I'm yeah, sure he, he was. can't be day to day. I'm not it, saying like, he didn't sign off on it. Like but. here's a story about Metal Gear Rising because I was speaking of interviewing uh, people. I got to uh, for OXM basically steal a trip yeah. from Dave and go <laughs> to uh, go to Osaka to talked to Platinum Games mm-hmm. about the right. making about making Rising and also there was the Metal Gear producer who was like a guy right under Kojima who actually mm-hmm. is now the guy who was presenting Metal Gear Survive at TGS like he's now the steward of Metal Gear mm-hmm. but he mentioned when people asked about what happened to the old game that people showed before he handed it to Platinum mm-hmm. and he was so sad because he said like we developed it for a very long time. We think we made some of the best boss fights in Metal Gear history. And then it was deemed not good enough, and it was all deleted, and we went to Platinum. Deleted? And it, deleted. it was all, or just gone. He was just like, it's all gone. I'm, this is this producer is Matt Hardy. <laughs> this, this is paraphrasing. And, but he admits, like, I was very depressed mm. because of that. Oh, like, I was like, uh, the, the, the whole team went through a big depression. And that was Kojima's call to just be like, nah. We're giving this to Platinum. Like, an action game company needs to I, make I still this. think that company is going to have to lean heavily on that franchise and mm-hmm. to do it right and not squander any any good favor left. Mm. It was great They're to gonna see... They're going to have to do it right. It was great to see Konami have the reaction of, like, whoa, Metal Gear 5 sold really well. Yeah. Like, yeah, all you guys were looking at was how much it cost you as it was being made. I'm sure it was astronomical. And remember, was, they have a deleted game. Yes, <laughs> I'm certain it was astronomical. And yet, it sold in yeah, excess it sold really to well. make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Also, it was just pretty great in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll have to join up with Miller. Build that private army of yours one more time. It's your only chance. First, we need to save Miller. He's in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Wow, Peter Sutherland did it. (laughs) Where the naked ladies dance. What, you can't keep up with world affairs in a coma? You know, if if there was one thing I didn't like about Five, it was moments like that of, we we were allotted 300 words total in this game for Kiefer Sutherland, and then they hired Troy Baker to be like, that's right, Afghanistan. You're going to go over here to save Master Miller, and also you're here. Uh, I bet you're feeling very uncomfortable, aren't you? Yes, we, we, that's <laughs> right. You are. We had, because... a, we had a meeting. Keeper something and said yes, and we grabbed our microphones and recorded him on the way to the car. Mm-hmm. And that's all what's, the time we what's had. Weird with is him. like there's a lot of Kiefer Sutherland dialogue that you don't hear unless you decide to play the audio tapes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was easier to do because they didn't have to do face syncing. It was oh. none of that. It was just straight audio. This that way, is my Legolas. <laughs> this Kept way, Legolas. Huh? <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, those three. I if I had to pick one trilogy over the whoop. other, I would pick the Big Boss trilogy over the Solid trilogy, yeah. just because the second the second one isn't even terrible. It's just so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and it just loses. It the is. Plots. It is weird. And then four is really weird. Well, but four has to get weird to, at least within its yeah. universe, plausibly explain the weirdness mm-hmm. of two. Which they do do, like they're like, well, wait, why is why is Vlad like this? Like, why why is he? He isn't really a vampire. Okay, no, he's not. Like, and or you say, oh wait, the hand is controlling Ocelot. Like, no, he was reverse vampire, not reverse vampire. Spoilers. Why was that guy shitting himself all the time? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. because he's a handsome hero. He's the most. He's the biggest badass in the entire game when you look back. Pretty much. All right, well, let's move on to... Oh, gosh. Number two. What could this be? Quite a night. Indeed. I only wish they were all as much fun. Oh, wait. They are. <laughs> <laughs> we should head home, Ezio. Father's sure to be wondering where we've gone. Yes. I'd rather avoid a lecture. Up for a little race, then? To where? Uh, roof of that church. Got to go fast. Let's have one of the most memorable and uh, wonderful moments in this game. Sorry, I had to. I had to laugh at Chris. Chris did a Sonic reference because they share the same. Ah, uh, yes, they do. And I, I'm with you on this. Um, It's a. I I thought you'd put this number one on your list. This is uh, Assassin's Creed Two: Brotherhood and yeah, Revelations, 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 which is always. The best uh, edition of your trilogy, yeah. Matrix, <laughs> Matrix, <laughs> Matrix, <laughs> Matrix. Um, I, 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 which I didn't play Revelations, but I, as oh. far as, as a lot of it, I watched Michael play a ton of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, just in terms of Ezio as a relatable hero that explains what he's doing and why, mm-hmm. this makes. I don't think any Assassin's like, Creed has made that much sense. They're like been created a person that relatable, and you get to know his whole family. Yeah, as you, a result of this, you get to know his whole family. You get to like it answers the question like how does someone become mm-hmm. an assassin exactly, mm-hmm. and why do they join this order? And you get to see him like go from just this wet behind the ears teenager, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's like has suffers this tragedy and is thrust into this life he didn't really want, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Gradually, you get to see him, like, I, I think um, one of the d- developers of the third game, like, said, like, yeah, you get to see him turn into Errol Flynn and then George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, uh, ages through these three games, like, I becomes an adult buckle, and then, like... And then full smarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of a crotchety <laughs> middle-aged dude. No, his his life story is an amazing one, yeah. and that the, mm-hmm. the craziest... I thought one of the craziest things about it was how one... How two then then went into Brotherhood because the way two ends, they didn't need to make another Ezio adventure. Mm. The way it ends is like, well, I failed to kill the Pope, and <laughs> then and then uh, I gave him all of the grape juice, <laughs> and then a space uh, god uh, talking to me, and uh, but actually talking to Desmond, whoever that is, and then Brotherhood starts up with like, and now to leave the Vatican and yeah. kill Brotherhood my way out starts of it. up literally seconds yes. after two ends. I love that when I was playing too. That I thought, oh, this is all based in history. Wait, I'm feel like I would have heard a story from history of the time the Pope got murdered in the Vatican. <laughs> and the aliens. Exactly. That's why he didn't get murdered. That's why, yeah. Uh, mm. But I didn't know too much about the Borgias anyway, though. They well, now you learned the, the worst. Yes, they really were the worst. <laughs> 
But I, I, I learned like an inordinate amount about the Renaissance from playing these games because they had the uh, the encyclopedia things mm. where like every time you encountered an interesting person or mm. landmark, you, you could look it up, and there was like a very entertainingly written uh, entry about it, like by a sassy sa- your sassy yeah. friend uh, by Sean him. Hastings. Yeah, Sean Hastings, mm. he's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah. The, the the first killing like there are some really great moments in Assassin's Creed 2 including the first time you kill a dude down the door you're not dead I'm still here me Ezio Ezio at the door carried out this murder <laughs> it, it was so weird I hearing people in the background like ah assassino mm-hmm. I'm just like Wait, you're going to throw in, like, Italian in between, like, people just speaking accented English? It, it's it's well, weird. Yeah, they, they always kind of did that in these games, and it's it's a glitch in the Animus of translation uh, software. Expl- explain anything to the Animus. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Your grandma's about to say something racist. Especially how you can't Italian. say assassin without saying ass twice. I'll never <laughs> get over that. I'll and never in. get over that. Two asses like, go in. in. Yes. <laughs> or also just like, no, 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 he didn't... He, <laughs> Ezio didn't swim this far in this canal. Like, a wall's up here. He can't go that far. (laughs) That's not what happened in history. His blood doesn't reach that far. (laughs) But it was great that they kind of took all the, you know, the first Assassin's Creed had its problems, Mm -hmm. and one of them, but but two seemed to attack almost all of them. I'm just like, swimming, a more interesting character, uh, like, more, more excitement instead of just, like, grim uh, the grimness yeah. of it, and and it kind of also got past all the. It, it was the beginning of the backburnering of Desmond, of just like mm-hmm. in one they kind of set it up of just like Desmond's going to be the real star of this game. All centers around Desmond, it. and then Ow. and then by two they're like. Eh. <laughs> well, then three it comes right back to Desmond though, or sorry, a revelation. Uh, no, three, three is mm. the one where it comes back to Desmond. Mm, okay. like, where you well, get to play as him in the real world in yeah, well, different segments. Revelations. Now, Revelations, he's just in his brain the entire yeah. time. Mm. He's in a coma through Revelations. Uh, and yeah. He has to go into these first-person uh, puzzle. Uh, but that, but who cares about any of the current-day stuff? All Ezio's life story was amazing yeah. to mm-hmm. me, like, and honestly. I, I think it, 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 there is a staggering ch- achievement that it took this period in time where that was, like, unexplored in video games, practically, and made it very relatable. Like, you can sort of imagine what it was like to live in that world, even though you're getting, you know, a very, I guess, surface-level view of it. Mm-hmm. But still, it's like, it, it make, like it's it's always the, the topic of, like, very dry history lectures, things mm-hmm. like that. But, like, this took it and made it feel real. And it's like, okay, I can understand this world a little more. And then, with Brotherhood, mm-hmm. it introduced some really key gameplay stuff. For example... The Brotherhood itself, mm-hmm. in that you were, like in Metal Gear, building a, a small private army mm-hmm. of dudes that you could then like send out into the world. Brotherhood and doesn't get level the them up. Yeah, Brotherhood doesn't get the credit it deserves for really putting. I felt like I was the first at least console game I played of send out these people on missions and they'll bring back cool stuff. It, it was kind yeah. of a mobile game style thing of just and, and not only that to go down and get mm-hmm. stuff not only that but when they come back they level up and then when you call them out into oh battle in the game world mm-hmm. then they're I just love that wi- like oh that guy's getting away whistle they murdered him like he's freaking <laughs> dead he's dead <laughs> i love that and that two had all these great cities in in Ro- uh, in italy Ital. except mm-hmm. for except for roma roma and then roma like 
Brotherhood was you my favorite. You know, like a friend. See? <laughs> uh, Brotherhood was my favorite of the three because I loved Rome so it's much. The best game. It was so beautiful. And it built up more of the homestead uh, thing in it. The, the Yeah, yeah the, you're basically. Uh, the, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> you're, you're basically buying up all of Rome yeah. and uh, revitalizing businesses and buying landmarks for some mm. reason, which was really kind of awesome. Give me the Domo. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this old painting. Hey. I loved all that. I, I and, loved all that. And this. near the end of the game, you get to see Ezio transition into a full leadership role. Mm. Ezio Auditore da Firenze. You will now be known as Il Mentore, the guardian of our order and our secrets. Where other men blindly follow the truth, remember, nothing is true. You are now the Where other men are limited by morality and law, remember, everything is permitted. And then Revelations, I, when I started Revelations, I was like, ah, oh, this is good, but maybe I'm running out of steam on the whole Ezio thing. But then... Unless the legend is a lie, you are the man I long to meet, renowned master and mentor. It's your auditori de la la la. Prego. Uh, forgive me. Ragu. I have a hard time remembering that Italian gibberish. Oh, <laughs> well, this guy! Well, this was in Constantinople, right? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Breaking my balls in uh, <laughs> Istanbul, not Constantinople. But it, breaking uh, your Istanbul. Hey, my Istanbul, busting but, my Istanbul. But I like the Nobody's ex- business but the Turks. <laughs> but I like the extra stuff they added to it. Uh, the the hook, actually, yeah, the hook blade. The hook blade for extra is the hook blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like the extra jump you could do with it. It made it made the exploring better, and you know the Constantinople. It at least looked very different from mm-hmm. the Italian places you'd been to, and it, you got you got a little bit more of the you know Mediterranean or well, actually, well Italy is Mediterranean too, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. And it's like a big boot dick. Right also, that, that Ezio became a silver fox in it too. That oh, was yeah. an interesting yeah. transition for him. And then by the end of that game. When the game ends with him just going like, "No, I'm done. This is the end of Ezio, and yeah. I'm out of here, and I quit. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to wear these hidden blades anymore. I'm leaving them behind. Yeah, I'm not just, even coming back for the kart racing game. Well, for <laughs> super duper spoilers, like he finds the corpse of Altair. They also bring mm-hmm. back Altair to actually have really good finale to yes. his character. Then when he finds his corpse, he's like, you know, what? I'm done being assassin too. Like this mm-hmm. is the end of my end." When he lets it all go, it really did hit me of like, oh, this is the end. I've been through this journey Mm -hmm. in this story with Ezio, and now this is the end of it. And then there was the epilogue with Assassin's Creed Embers. Embers. With him as an old man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you get to see his last moments in case you wondered, like, how exactly does he die? Old age. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Blade in the neck? It's debatable. Death. He dies by death. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody tru- dies just too much normally. Gum. But how many men truly live? Mm. Ah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That sounds Michael like Collins. a line from the show. <laughs> honestly, but I, I had a ton of, I had a ton of fun with all the Ezio adventures, and honestly, kind of cast too long a shadow on all the Assassin's Creed that followed it. That I just hold them up to like. Uh, mainly like the lead character in the story, like well, I yeah. don't like this guy as much as Ezio. I didn't mm. meet his mother. I didn't. I didn't get to press Y to kick as a baby. <laughs> uh, That's true. You you <laughs> see true. Ezio literally from you, cradle to grave. You play uh, as him yeah. as a baby for yes. one second. Wow. Well, when people talk about like the Game of Thrones stuff. This predated Game of Thrones, but the intro of like yeah. murdering his two brothers and his father in the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, like mm-hmm. that's a punch in the gut. And what yeah. this is supposed to be this and happy after game. you get to know them, like mm-hmm. and yeah. you like one of the first characters. You see, as his father, because uh, in the very first scene in the game mm-hmm. that Desmond has this flashback in the Animus, uh, 
he's stillborn. Ezio's stillborn. Mm. And his father comes in and is like, no, you're an auditore. You're a fighter. Come on, fight. And then, like, you push a button and he kicks and he moves his arms. Yeah, and like, ah, forward. okay, there you go. You're it's kind of like Mass Effect. Yeah. The story starts here. <laughs> 600 years later. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I love, love these games. They're some of my favorites of all time. But mm. I yield the floor to popular opinion for our... You are the first human Spectre, Commander. This is a great accomplishment for you and your entire species. I'm honored, Counselor. Not canon! Yeah. <laughs> it is, right? It's still canon. Than is the canon, man. Uh-huh. I guess. That, that's changed in recent years. I think they found out that like more players were playing as Femshep. I prefer mm. Femshep. Yeah. you got to look at a butt the whole time, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those jiggly well, legs of the new one. Man, all that power Ooh. and you're only allowed to fuck one person at a time. <laughs> that's the real crime. Should be able to use my biotic <laughs> to spin someone else on my finger like pizza dough. <laughs> well, all, um, those, all those years in the future. Look, I got all these holes. <laughs> all those years in the future and people are still... Still committed to monogamy. Yeah. Like the, the, the same thing that makes this a great trilogy is what will eventually bring us back around to the ending. Mm-hmm. Because it, it the ah, game gave yes. you the illusion of like controlling a person's life, who you made friends with, who you fucked, the alliances you made, the parts of the galaxy you choose you chose to save, and ultimately the ending was decided by Bioware, mm-hmm. which I don't know that there is another ending. So like I think we they, have said Mass Effect. We right? have yeah, said Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Well, I mean, your moral choices still play out in that people are dead and you have certain like, lovers and all that shit. And then even with the, the new the one, I'm, hella, like, I'm looking back in every Telltale game I played in the new Mass Effect mm-hmm. morality system. Like, does this matter at all? It, it doesn't. I don't think the it does. ending itself. No, I mean mm. you'll have like one or two choices, I, but it, it's what happens along the way that it, that that's different. Like I people like, are with you at the end. That's what's different. I feel like we're really getting ahead of ourselves yeah. and not talking about the best part of the entire trilogy, which Miranda's is of ass. course driving around in a Mako, Ugh. which I hate. <laughs> God forbid one wheel touches lava, you're <laughs> dead. But you can drive vertically up mountains mm. but I, I, and kill endless thresher mobs on every planet yeah. for and, some reason. And speaking to video game publishers, it was like. We're adults. We don't have a lot of video game discussions left to have with one another. Mm-hmm. But the ability to say, like, who did you save? Who died? And who did you save? And, like, mm. what, deci- what decisions did you yeah. make that, that, mm-hmm. sh- that shaped your trilogy? Well, I had a former co-worker, Hollander Cooper, who mm-hmm. actually now works for EA. Yeah. That he... When people were talking about three when it came out, everybody's saying like, "Well, and Tali did this, and Tali did this." Like, Tali's dead. Like, what are you guys talking about? There is no Tali. Like, I don't know what you're saying. There is no Tali. Yeah, I was saying that we were, we streamed it on YouTube back up laser time, and like, uh, I I kept not unlike Andromeda, I kept getting failed saves and kickouts and having to start hours of progress over Mass Effect 1 so I just said fuck it when 2 came out and started up again like oh we see Mass Effect save data would you like to just start using your save data I'm like sure and like Rex is dead yeah. Like yeah. what? Why? What? What Which, happened? Like, I feel like, you got to fuck up. What really did I do? The original for that to happen. Well, yeah, the game fucked up a lot. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> uh, but the I never saw him again. One was such an interesting thing because it was it was pushed so hard by Microsoft because it wasn't mm. Xbox. It wasn't an EA game. That's right. Yeah. Bioware got bought by EA like right mm. after Mass Effect came mm-hmm. out, so it was just Microsoft pushing it so hard and saying like this is the future of storytelling. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't even call it a role playing game, and it really was. You mm-hmm. know they. People say that bullshit, but they really—it really, it really well, was the future. I think something that gets overlooked a lot is that Mass Effect One, especially, was very, very heavily inspired by Star Control Two, mm-hmm. which is one of the the greatest 
you know, old school PC games ever made. To the point where, like, one of the reasons I kind of loved the Mako exploration, even though it was kind of janky, mm-hmm. was, one of us. was that uh, <laughs> one of us. If, if, you, if you played Star Control 2, like, mm-hmm. a big part of that was going, like, here's a new planet, I'm going to go explore it, and now I can pilot a lander around and, and look for... Uh, you know, mineable resources on this mm-hmm. 2D map, and that's basically what the Mako exploration was, except yeah. rendered in 3D and or a little more time-consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, as in terms of the morality stuff, it was obviously influenced by what Bioware did before the mm-hmm. Kotor, or actually, they only did the first Kotor game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and and, got, and, and I like at first I brushed off Mass Effect because I was mm-hmm. just like. You're just doing KOTOR without the Star Wars license. This isn't Star Wars. Like, Renegade and Paragon, that's just fucking Sith and Jedi. You're yeah. thinking about a dirty sci-fi. This is clean sci-fi. Yeah, this but I mean, I, I came around to it, whereas, like, now, I if, Bi- if Bioware never does another Star Wars game, I couldn't oh, yeah. care. Because, like, oh, yeah. I just want more of Mass Effect. Well, because they worked well. on the old Republic for eight million years, and by the time it was finished, people were like, we don't want you to do KOTOR. We... We stopped wanting more yeah, KOTOR yeah. from you. We don't want we a like godlike to... man in a beard to be able to strike down eight months worth of progress just because he has an <laughs> yeah. idea in his head. And they, they even <laughs> said when they were making the Old Republic, like, this is KOTOR 3 through 7. And I'm like, too late. Well, I, yeah. too late. I love I love that because I missed that in the beginning of Andromeda. Mm-hmm. How it's pronounced. Uh, that, that was so pivotal in the beginning of the first game. It's like... It's the first human being allowed into this League of Nations. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's and that's that's crazy. So it's it's less really Shepard's story, but humanity. Man, mm. I sound so fucking airy. No, no, no. I, I I get it. It's, but it's the idea that like this is humanity's ascension yeah, you're, into you're, a, a galactic civilization. But he's also a representative of you, the game, mm-hmm. the player. So like the idea that like we're all playing as humanity. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's why this trilogy was so important, and why yeah. I don't think the fourth one can follow up on that. Yeah, not really, like, but like, the uh, but uh, well, it's hard story to, wise. It's hard to recapture that. Yeah, it too, is. You know, and, but and it's even, brilliant. The Mass Effect. I think it's it's hard to go back to the original Mass Effect because mm-hmm. they learned so much when they got to even Mass Effect Two. One. In yeah. Mass Effect Two, they it was such a big step up from one. And people, and people also, have been asking, like, I don't know that you can jump straight to Mass Effect Two, like with. Yeah, like, I mean, for all, for I don't all know. Of, like how outdated well, you can, Mass Effect it, is. Like the decisions you make in that game mm-hmm. are like. They're the most gut-wrenching. That, like, but, that's, but you can play two, and it'll ask you, like, so what do you think yeah, happened in one? It is, but, like, like part of my like problem out, yeah. with Andromeda that we'll get to yeah. is that, like, to me it was about the decisions I made and the yeah. people I talked to and the conversations and bonds yeah. that I forged. Mm-hmm. And, and I found myself up, like, into finish these on-foot missions so I can get back to the ship and settle my shit. Yeah. That's what my goal is to do this so I can get back yeah. to the ship and start talking to people. I don't want to shoot yeah. people. Anymore. And then three was like, like we improved the combat cover mechanics. I'm like, that wasn't what I yeah. did. No, this I for. just, I just want more dialogue and, options. And I'm not normally that guy. I'm really not. But like, I just thought they, they did the, the world building here was so nice. Well, I mean, my my concern was that EA pushed them more for like we can sell a game where you shoot stuff. We need better shooting. <laughs> and, and the fourth game is just like, what the fuck is this? I mean, mm-hmm. this does not look like the well, game. Like, meanwhile, that's this not a trilogy. The second game, what happens to that Paragon or Renegade of Humanity? Mm-hmm. You said they spent two years rebuilding me. How bad were my injuries? Not a man. I'm no doctor, but it was bad. When I first saw you, you were nothing but meat and tubes. Anywhere else, they'd have put you in a coffin. You were a bionic commando. Project Lazarus was different. Cutting-edge technology. 
like, like, that. I hear meat and tubes, and like well, my brain immediately goes to like an ancient Jack in the Box commercial, and like <laughs> if we didn't have the buns, you just have meat and tubes. It's just a series of meat tubes. That's just a convoluted way of like, oh, now, now you can make your character again if you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean like, that yeah. was one of uh, Saints Row would do that every game yeah. in a sillier way, but mm. it was the same result of like, yeah, it's a continuing character the first one, but if you just want to start over, like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. I will never, I will never forget being in that press appointment. At E3 yeah. or whatever, and like, here, it, they showed us that opening, like, and there, and like, and the guy's like holding the controller. There it is, Shepard's dead. That's how we start. Yeah. And like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, in like, write whatever you want. Yeah. And like, I know he's not fucking dead, asshole. Yeah. Like, all your progress. God, <laughs> God damn it! I'm not going. You're gonna make me write this? <laughs> Fuck you! And so I remember getting an argument with like Dan Stapleton about. Arkham, because like the Joker's dead, and like there's no way that happened. Mass yeah. Effect already burned me to make it think like they I, would show you that in a preview. I was angry in a different way, and that like, like literally the first day of E3, mm-hmm. uh, Game Pro, where I was working at the time, we published a new issue, and we had Mass Effect two on the cover, and mm-hmm. our like one of the big things in the preview that like Bioware said like, hey, you guys are hearing this first. Shepard dies. They misled you and like then, the fucking and I, Trump administration. I was there in the the appointment, and the the guy like literally shows that cutscene. I'm like, motherfucker, we well, just put this issue out, and now nobody yeah, cares. I will say, like that is like the the opening sequence of Mass Effect Two, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. where Shepard dies at the end of it, is a really cool sequence cool. because, yeah. like, I, I think I I read somewhere somebody was saying. In one of the reviews for Andromeda, actually, that like this felt used. The the, the, press. the introduction of the collectors, mm-hmm. like storming your ship that you loved, that you'd built up through mm-hmm. the first game, and killing your crew. It, like it felt like the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. And and then you die and you're resurrected and you're and then they started on this new too. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you also had to get the band back together mm-hmm. into like yeah. that's a yeah. good that's a good challenge. Donald mm-hmm. Duck, Lewis, it's a good yeah. setup. Frank, uh, <laughs> Franklin, they were all there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the one thing I, I do, go now. I mean, I do like the yeah the the building a posse element of two, but that there's no like dramatic choice that you make in two. Like one and three, there are like this person dies but, or this person, but dies. not intentional. Yeah, I mean, because because yeah. it had the finality. I'm just so MLG, nobody dies. Meanwhile, fina- in bullshit, three, someone had to have died in your Mass Effect two. No. Well, it's possible to go through did, two and not have any. Yes, because you have to you have to mega play it and do yeah. every loyalty yeah. mission. Yep. and know where to good. send everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I did read a fact at the end. Uh, yeah. me- <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Meanwhile, MLG, Dave, in, we've seen your streams. Hey. In three, you have to make a very important decision. Mm. What do we do? The only thing we can: we fight or we die. And then you get a little dialogue wheel. It's like fight or die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you die, that's just the end, and it rolls credits, and you get the achievement. You also have to game. make the dramatic decision of what's your favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's the humor you remember most from Mass yeah. Effect, not the like, "Oh, is the world going to yeah. end? What's going to happen?" I would, I would say the humanity that I, I remember. Yes. I remember what yeah. every character hates and likes. Morton Solis singing, um, yeah. uh, mate, modern major general. Yeah, I, I don't remember and then shit when he like repli- this. reprises it when he dies. Yeah. Like that. Uh, he well, spoilers. Uh, not in everybody. You let him yeah. die, but oh, in, okay. in both both of ours, Hank, he didn't yes. mind because he was like my favorite fucking character, mm-hmm. and like he died. Well, it was mm-hmm. a good end to his story. Like he he him giving up his life to solve the genophage. Mm-hmm. Like that's the right that the, he started. That he did it. Yeah, exactly. Again, I'm blaming an entire race on something. Like that. All right, <laughs> it's uh, it's more complicated than that. It's space racism. <laughs> it's great, but 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 it's I don't know. Like it was the most one of the most mature games I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And I think 
and I slander Dragon Age on occasion, but I think everybody who played both will agree with me that this Mass Effect did it better. Mass mm-hmm. Effect built a better world and had more fun missions and made you feel like you were at the center of it. And I think that's, again, that's why people got so pissed over the ending because yeah. they thought they would be able to influence what happened. They thought a, they were yeah. really building to a real ending. Yeah. that All your choices would come together. And when it didn't, it, I, really... Yeah. And I'll soften that a little because Bioware did lead people down that road that mm-hmm. they would... Maybe you could have a good ending. But I didn't want a good ending. I did want the end of Shepard. I wanted the end of Shepard to coincide with how the universe took shape. And I don't think... It's a, that's the best ending you could ever get. We need to use your guts to make a net to catch all the orphans. Like, that's... You, you can't... You can't get a better ending than what happened to Shepard. Space, space Jesus forever. He's, yeah. he's a part of the universe, no matter what happens. And I dislike that they updated it with, like, maybe he lived. Like, where man. he talks about himself. It's so yeah. fucking gross. And speaks to the immaturity of gamers, as does things with Mass Effect this week. I do love the um, Citadel yeah. DLC, where it's basically just like, one more party with all your friends. Yeah, yeah. Here's the real goodbye. Yeah. Like, I like that. So that's, that's the end of Evangelion to uh, yeah. Mass Effect 3's final episode. You did it. Good job. But, but good really, job. Omedito. Omedito. <laughs> uh, but but uh, really good writing that made you like all these characters and care about whether they lived or died. I don't... Yeah. Again, I played all the Halos. I, if Master Chief was killed in front of me, it would never have mattered for one moment. Yeah. Do not care. What's his favorite food? What does he like? What's his wife look like? Where's he from? Who yeah. gives a shit? I, I, it doesn't, it's I, never mentioned. his face? It's never mentioned. He's just like, I need a war. Point me in the direction of a war. I would bet his favorite and, food is rations. Yeah. But, uh, I will, yeah. well, that My best pro- friend is his, his favorite food is monetizable DLC. Well, then you should have liked Five, because Five was about his problems. Yeah. No, I, I never got that far in into yeah. it but, but I'm saying like Mass Effect sort of decided to do that first and in, in, not to lead off the Andromeda stuff in, in a triple A glossy gorgeous package mm-hmm. from the beginning like it was yeah. something that was pioneering something new in games and, well I, I think Andromeda is a little better when you readjust those expectations yeah. it is, yeah. Andromeda is not bad we and should I, lead off to Andromeda right now mm-hmm. anyway unless you got something else to say about the no, original I, Mass I, I was just going to say like the reason I'm like still hopeful about Andromeda. I've only played like two hours of it. And it's the story that's been like driving me through Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. Like that it's still good. Like it still has good writing. I'm partially invested in these characters, but when it comes to like, if there's good choices and like there's depth to these characters, then that we'll Mm -hmm. see. We'll get into it in our second segment. Right now we're going to take a little break, but when we come back, we'll talk about Andromeda and some other stuff, news, uh, etc. So stay tuned. I give my life Not for honor But for you In my time There'll be no one else Crime It's the way I fly to Get scratching. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like listening to stuff, it's a good thing this episode is brought to you by Audible. And before I tell you more about it, know that you can go to audibletrial.com slash laser time and get started with a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of all Audible is. What is Audible? They've got over 180,000 different titles to choose from, ranging from audiobooks, comedy albums, radio shows, some of my favorite old-timey radio shows, and you can listen to them all on your iPhone, Android, MP3 player, desktop, tablet, doesn't matter, wherever you can plug in headphones. Audible's got all your, your bestsellers, your Game of Thrones, your Harry Potters, the latest biography from whatever comedian is you like, and they have become my go-to place to get audiobooks for an incredibly low cost. So once again, that's Audible, people, and you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of the service. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Actually, like, what happened? Netflix used to be like this, oh, a fucking new documentary about this thing I've never heard of. Will do. Click. <laughs> and I haven't seen one in fucking months. Yeah, I watched the Herzog uh, you did? volcano documentary. <laughs> Where? On Netflix? Netflix. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, it was good. But I it, love that guy. It was like really <laughs> long. And they do not understand blue skies. I mean, you know he has, a, he has an anime uh, documentary out there. You did know that, right? I've heard it. It's, but I've, it's, well, I think it's about the internet. But I don't he, know any details. But he that. goes to an anime convention. Uh, I just wanted to see what this Attack on Titan thing was all about. <laughs> We're all battling some kind of titan or giant. I'm in a our big lives. fan of Chobits. <laughs> <laughs> the titan is our own ego. Just pretend you're a sad Arnold who lost his weightlifting championship <laughs> no, and now has to return to the sea to lay his eggs. And I find the Trigon fan sub. I taste the despair when I ask how many episodes are left of One Piece, and I'm told 600. <laughs> 600 One Piece I have waited episodes. for new Umaru-chan episodes I have in despair. The, what's left of my lifetime, and I shall never be able to consume this much One Piece. At this rate, I would have to watch one and a half episodes per hour. Every, running on a loop 24-7 be longer than the Simpsons marathon. <laughs> Uh, Werner Herzog, yeah. Werner Herzog. <laughs> Get bonus time Laser Time's weekly Full-length Uncensored and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast As well as weekly Full-length movie commentaries Wrestling and cartoon Video commentaries Physical rewards The first season Of Talking Simpson And more At patreon.com Slash laser time Starting at just five bucks You'll help us live And we'll do our best To help you never be bored again And welcome back to our second segment. And among the trilogies you forgot, Michael, are... Uh, well, we'll get into that. We'll give you an opportunity to talk about all your favorite trilogies. Oh, that sounds like I a question. It. That sounds like a question mm. of the week. Yes, yes, it might be. But anyway, let's jump into... A Mass Effect Andromeda. Is that it? No, no, that's the biggest. Things. You okay. want you want you want to do the smaller things first? Okay, let's get them out of the way. Okay, uh, Zero Escape: The Nonary Games is coming yeah, to yeah, uh, PS4, so you can play uh, nine nine period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine 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 and uh, Virtue's Last Reward. Yep, mm-hmm. the, the one the, collection. Because nobody, uh, I can tell a little story about this because I went to the first ever Spike Chunsoft GDC mixer. Spike Chunsoft wow. had never mm-hmm. had a party at GDC before because. They they had not been a self-publisher before. Mm-hmm. They had always been doing stuff mainly through NIS. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, no, they, they kind of split it between NIS and Axis. Mm-hmm. But I think they eventually saw, wait, 
if we sold, if we sold, dude, the I know your age, name now. Yeah, I do. I, exactly. I, yeah, if they were selling Zero Escape themselves, they'd be making way more money. Yeah, and so yeah. this year they're really getting into self-publishing. They still have like console deals, but the Nonari Games collection, it's on Steam. They're the publisher, and so we. we yeah. I believe Brett just did a VG Empire about. Yeah. Um, uh, zero time escape is that uh, zero escape right? yeah the, the zero escape mm-hmm. series and the, the writer of the series was there he was showing mm-hmm. he was talking about how proud he was of these games and how this version has uh recollects it in interesting ways and that they had to like tinker with it a bit more uh 999 because mm-hmm. it was made to only be on the 3ds oh like held sideways <laughs> uh, no no it was meant to be held regularly dust, but bad. the second the second screen was used for real stuff like yeah. for the thoughts of characters would pop in there mm. and other things. So they had to create a game mode that could kind of replicate that. Mm. But it was pretty cool. And if you didn't get to play it before, like uh, they work great as a pair, especially now putting it out on steam was a really smart thing by spike to do there. And also at that event, I haven't been on here since then. So I can talk about that spike. That was the only GDC party I really went to as a spike chin soft mixer mm. at the end of it. Then the guy teases what his next thing is, and it's just like this this eyeball with a cord coming out of it. He's like, I will tell nothing else about what this <laughs> it's is. It's going to work for Neversoft? <laughs> going to leave it here. <laughs> <laughs> and that was also the Liquid n- television logo? Yeah. <laughs> and that was also the night I became the, the favorite son of hardcore wrestling fans because I was the only person anywhere... With any information on Fire Pro oh, Wrestling, yeah, because yeah. when they announced when I when they announced it, Spike Chunsoft didn't officially tell anybody anything. So I was just like, "Hey, on Twitter, I'm the only person who is talking to the director of this game. I will ask him questions for you." And I got like 200 new followers. I think I've lost nice. about half of them now with my political <laughs> tweets. But yeah, uh, but since then, it was it was really great. I am still Trump really is looking not forward a beta to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I am really looking forward to Fire Pro Wrestling. That reveal event was really awesome. It's Fire Pro Wrestling returns. That's the one time I had FOMO for GDC was oh they announced a new uh, a, a new Fire Pro Wrestling game yeah, a mile from where I live. Right. I, then I'm not there for. I it. didn't I go on like, purpose. And you, yeah. you could have ah! easily gone to that. Ah! Like, it was an easy thing. I was seeing people there. I was like. Come on! And when I was at Laser Time, I was bigger than you. Yeah. You're nobody. <laughs> I uh, hey. well, Jeremy Parrish was there. Just that's for not the good one no, to bring no, up after no, you I say didn't, that. I, no, I mean Jeremy Parrish. Jeremy Parrish was there. He was the superstar there. Like I was below him. He was the he was the A number one guy there. Though I told him like, yeah, Fire Emblem, so, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World is so, so exciting. He's like. I've never played these, and I know nothing about them. I was like, well, let me but tell you. they're Japanese, yeah. therefore I respect them. <laughs> I was ready to hang out with him and just drink and eat sushi the whole time uh, for free there. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, so the Fire Pro World's upstairs, and if you're going to interview the creator or the director of it, put down go, the nigiri. You got to yeah. go up there. And so I just separated from him, and I spent ninety the next 90 minutes just Fuck. up there playing the game. And then... Um, Waiting for the director to stop drinking, and uh, the, who is awesome. He is awesome. He also said that it was his first time ever in America. Was Whoa, that was awesome? And he was that that was his time in America. And he, the the coolest part of it was that the his translator was this really cool guy who used to be in the games industry uh, or in the games press, and then became went, moved to Japan, and you know we got fluency, and now became basically just their PR 
everybody. Like he's just like, hey, you're our PR team. You're on Twitter. <laughs> you're a translator at this event, and you're a producer on this one game. But he was the translator at this, and he was doing a great job translating. But then when I asked wrestling questions to the guy, he really didn't know wrestling that well, the translator. So mm. then he'd be like, mm. what do you mean? And then I'd say, like, uh, the, the this. Oh, uh, then I had to yeah. like kind of do a movement yeah. of the move. The biggest one was, uh, you know. How you broke your back doing a leg drop. Cool guy, <laughs> super cool guy, gamer and wrestling megastar Kenny Omega, mm. the biggest um, non-Japanese wrestler in Japan. He has a finishing move that was not in the previous games because it hadn't been invented. So I wanted to ask him if Kenny Omega's finisher mm. is in, will be in the game, will mm. be added to it. The one-winged angel? The problem with it, the <laughs> lost in translation bit was, was to say, one-winged angel. Oh, man. And the guy was like, well, wait, how do I translate that? Because it was in, in Final Fantasy VII. Because in Japan, the like Omega calls it the jet. He calls it in America the English name, mm. but in Japan, it is called the name of that song and the oh. move and all that in final in the Japanese version of Final Fantasy VII. So then, fortunately, there was another. There was a Japanese press guy there who was just like. Oh no, it's this, and he just says it. And then the translator is like, wait, from Final Fantasy? And I just had to explain Kenny Omega's <laughs> whole move to the guy. Did How mean, did we go from talking about Zero Escape to talking about wrestling? It was uh, the same Fire Pro wrestling. 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 Fire Pro Wrestling. It was it's so a great game. Yeah, that's not out this week. Is Chris Benoit in the game? Because I know they. Uh, so it here's about the other game. thing about it that will disappoint you, Dave, that they. Um, uh, then we'll stop talking uh, about listen it. Listen to Michael. There's no more Ooh. WWE copyright so wrestlers. So they realized they couldn't do the copyright. They, a lawyer finally told them, like, you just can't do it, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Man. So and I just yeah. want to plug our Twitter, Laser Time Show yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We shared our buddy Rad Mardigan's mm-hmm. video of Hell doing yeah. the dick throw from who? The 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 penis plex from Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, but he's dressed in a Mega Man outfit, so he's Mega a, Man does a penis plex. He steals the penis plex steals, as Mega Man gets equipped with the penis plex, <laughs> steals it from his enemy, and uses it against him, not unlike yeah. Metal Man. And it was to, awesome. To paint a word picture, the penis penis plex is when one opponent puts his hand on your penis, and the power of your penis is able to throw a man over. It's insane. It's yeah, beautiful. It's insane. But, and uh, you all wish you had the power that me and uh, what was his name, Lou Joey, Bega? Joey, Lou Joey, Bega. Ryan. me and Lou Bega have. Uh, also, at, actually, I said Jeremy Parrish was the most famous person at that event. No, Shuhei Yoshida showed up and was oh, just wow. kind of like walking through it. And I realized why halfway through because they said we're self-publishing this game on. It would have. I bet it would have only been on Steam, but then they say, and also PS4. I was like, okay. She, hey, she was just like, yeah. hey, just put it digitally on PS4. Yeah. Just do it. Bring it so, anyway, the Nodari games. Give them a try. <laughs> he did, the director of Fire Pro also said that if it hadn't been for the success of the Nonari games mm-hmm. and Danganronpa, which also Danganronpa 1 and 2 came out last yep. week. Right, yeah. Uh, if it weren't for the success of those two, he said they wouldn't have greenlit a new Fire Pro because they're because those were both a revelation to the Japanese team of like, wait, we can still sell games in America? Like, Americans will buy our weird yeah. Japanese games? And Fire Pro is so, so cool. Yeah. 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 But so... What else came out this week, <laughs> All right, lots of things, actually. Uh, oh, Troll no. and I, which I had written off that as That movie like, is amazing. Is, is it a movie? Uh, the Trolls movie with the Justin Timberlake mm. song? No, 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 no. Oh. This is something else. And I, I wrote it off as like, this is this, the art on this looks like it's a tie-in with a kid's movie or something. Mm-hmm. And then I just looked it up now, and it's like, oh, this trailer may not be appropriate for work. Uh, blood and gore. Uh, it's oh, It's a game about a 
boy who like falls into a cave and befriends a giant troll, and you can switch between the boy and the troll at will, and uh, it's apparently extremely violent. So wow. hooray! That's um, a really bad name. Yeah. Uh, also, Rock Band VR. For those of you who have an <laughs> Oculus Rift specifically, so Michael I played a little of that. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, and um, I give you a Jack Daniels bottle to throw it to your bandmates. Slag off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and everything, a new game by <laughs> that game looks insane. Not every. Yeah, it's, they it's, released a 17-minute trailer. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's kind of arresting <laughs> to watch. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I played a bit of it last night and. It's it's a game by David O'Reilly, whose his previous game is Mountain. Oh, which I thought he was a Living Who song. <laughs> no, it's Baba O'Reilly. <laughs> I've uh, only seen gifs of this and like yeah. screenshots where it's like there are like fifty bears standing on their hind legs, mm-hmm. moving around in a weird pattern. Well, like what is I, everybody game? moves I, by tumbling around. Yeah, just like it's it's static character models that just like rotate 90 degrees every time they move and the trailer showed like a bear going around and like the bear sees a rabbit and you can be the rabbit Mm -hmm. and then the rabbit sees a ladybug and you can be the ladybug and the ladybug sees a worm you can be the worm and then the worm sees an amoeba and you can be the amoeba you can be the dirt you can be anything in the game tardigrade you can be the universe i really have to just read the description of this because it like i can't process it so uh, everything is a simulation of reality as a phenomenon of interdependent systems. There are thousands of things that perceive, think, and interact differently while being driven by the same underlying rules. All things are aware of themselves, each other, and their environment and simulate with or without player interaction. So this game plays itself. The, the trailer... I, I wouldn't on- say it plays itself. I played it a bit last night. And uh, I, I will say it's an extremely chill game. Like, I started mm-hmm. out as a rhino and it's just like, yeah, just... Explore in any direction. Basically, yes, the game has <laughs> prompts that tell you that, and like, oh, there's a thing you over don't there. Have to let a gorilla ride you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To I can go and like, yeah, just, just go around. Like, here, uh, press R three to sing. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear your voice, and so like, you hit R three and like, <laughs> and then like things around you will make their animal calls, mm. and then like. You can you can gather other rhinos, <laughs> other like animals, and they'll tumble around yeah. with you, and then like eventually, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you can just like. I want to be this thing now. Yeah. I want to be this other thing Here, now. Yeah, and here's the real kicker. Uh, levels can be characters and vice versa. The game's universe is designed to let you travel freely in any direction and intuitively find things when and where you'd expect them to be. Hmm. What? How? You have to see the trailer. It's really I, cool. I, it's a 10-minute trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well, also, there's like, a lot shown. It was The game was telling me, like, any direction you pick will be the right one. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically like explore oh, in any direction Dude, and the thing you need to do is to the, progress will spawn in. If you in. ever take an acid with an expert, that's <laughs> the, what the trailer reminded me of. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're all just connected, man. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about exploring connections exactly. and how there's no difference between you, me, that ladybug, and that rhinoceros. Even Henry <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> like, like on our level, yes, there seems to be a big separation between us and that uh, ladybug and Henry yeah. Gilbert. But uh, <laughs> if you pan out to a macro view of the planet, man, everything's the same. Yeah, there's that dichotomy. Everything else in Henry this Gilbert. is kind of the natural evolution of Double Fine. Like, <laughs> at first they're just like the funny friend you have who smokes a lot of weed, and now they're just like, okay... You're really high uh, right now. Have you tried mushrooms? <laughs> Dude, that, that, but why this junk? Like, fucking Fantasia didn't take off until marijuana and acid mm. existed. Mm. It des- this this genre deserves, this, this mm. medium deserves a weed and drug genre. <laughs> well, you know, what also is connected is, better a, be segue. is a sports team. <laughs> That's uh, awful. Uh, Mario Sports Superstars comes out this segue. week. Mm. And... Uh, 
I honestly have been looking forward to it. I have absolutely no time for it, and I will not play it over Persona 5, which I'm currently under embargo playing, but boy, is it great. But, um, so... Uh, so Mario Sports Superstars brings together five of the greatest sports: sluggers, soccer, strikers, base, baseball, sluggers. tennis, tennis, golf, golf, and horse racing. Horse racing—the one it's, they couldn't spin off in its but own game. All this makes me sad that like these used to be all individual franchises, and they were yeah. pretty much all—well, not sluggers, well, but the rest of them were were good to great games. Eh, sluggers was okay, but so here is the positive I'll say about this. Though then again, I haven't played it yet. This one. Uh, Nintendo, you sent me a Switch. You came and sent me yeah. Mario Sports. What the? Anyway, uh, the thing with Mario Sports is mm. that Mario Tennis... Punches horses in the face like <laughs> Yoshi. Mario Tennis and Mario Golf, those 3DS games were very simple. As somebody who loved the previous ones with their RPG elements, those two games mm. were basically just that a Nintendo telling Camelot, no, we need a simple version. Just make good tennis and make good golf. And they were very good, but they weren't particularly deep. And buying those at 30 bucks honestly made them less good. I was like, no, this is a $20 game. So, but they were good enough by themselves. If you were to take those, those two sports, which from the trailers, tennis and golf look like they just took the gameplay from the tennis and golf games mm-hmm. they already put out. But with no backspin. And, or... But no, no. It was all those things, but not a ton of extras around it. It was just mm-hmm. that very well made game of golf and tennis so if they took those two games and they said well we were going to just make Mario baseball or Mario soccer they said no just make them at that level again like you did with tennis and golf Mm -hmm. and we'll just bundle those together also with horse racing and make that and they said like even though it's described as mini games Mm -hmm. when they first revealed it they're like well, we say the word mini games, but this is nine on nine baseball. Like you, yeah. all players are on the field, and this is a real baseball and it's game being made by Camelot, still right? Yeah, and that the soccer, Man. the soccer is a soccer game. Like yeah. it's not a smaller version. I mean, that's of soccer. that's really where like my hopes lie with this one because mm-hmm. I played Mario Strikers probably twice as much as any other Wii game. Like, mm. it was a lunchtime tradition at GamePro to, like, yeah, to play Mario Strikers Charge. Like, we had our own rules. You could never use the Mega Strikes, mm. and you, certain play, certain characters were banned because they're too cheap. Mm. Like Wario when he farts? Though um, Bandai Namco is, can just the, is a co-developer on it, so you mm. might want to lower those expectations <laughs> a little. Uh, Mario, th- what was it? Mario Golf World Tour? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't, again, I say this a little, I, I hate golf and people who play it, <laughs> uh, but uh, Mario Golf World Tour, I probably... I cannot believe how much time I spent playing online. Yeah, it was pretty good. It your Yoshi, my Yoshi versus your Daisy on the links right <laughs> fucking now. That's how I did my uh, 3DS. You chipped it right into the, oh. the, the OB. Look at this shit. Eagle, you can't see me, bitch. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, those of you who have Androids instead of iPhones can play Super Mario <laughs> Run yeah, this week. Over. That's not too late at all. Gross. No way. Only three months. Wow. Three fucking months, man. That was, that was a great two days. It was. It was. It was, I, it was worth ten bucks. I I played enough of it to as a playable advertisement for the Switch. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> that has zero Mario games. <laughs> what? It has. It doesn't have a Mario game to sell. Like, yeah, but, know, it, like, but that's all it was. It's like, are you going to fix this? Like, this will never be updated yeah, any well, time, that, any, that's anywhere. Just Nintendo for any themselves, like maybe, but even games? Zelda has a season pass. Hmm. Well, I thought it was great, yeah. but I was done with it so fast. <laughs> So, we should get, probably get to the big one. Mass Effect Andromeda. 
Um, Andromeda. Andromeda, Chris. thank you. Yeah. So thank you. I reviewed this. I'm pretty sure I played more did. of this than everybody else here. No uh, way. You'd better have if you played it more than a couple of hours. Well, I reviewed it. Yeah, I played it for six yeah. hours and wrote my review, as I always <laughs> did in games. I never beat them, and I... No, I, I also played, you don't know how to play games, yeah. and you don't like. You've been them. playing this for a while. I I know yes. this behind the no, scenes. No, I, I have yeah. been. Uh, and I played it on PC, but with an Xbox controller, just nice. so I could have enough removal of like, oh, I guess I'm on a PC, but this Xbox controller. You can't do the the, the fucking uh, juke jelly leg thing with that with a, with that I controller. Don't, I don't get how people can play it with mouse and keyboard. Like you, it is. I just don't get how you do that. I mean, it's a lot easier well, you, in combat. You can just like put all. You, you move the mouse the with your right hockeys. hand, and you move the keyboard yeah. with your left hand. Well, so, so here's yeah. the thing with Mass Effect. Those opening ten hours that everybody got to play in mm-hmm. EA Early Access... Which is more like four. Yes. Yeah. It, well, hey, if you talk to everybody, it's ten hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the worst part of that game. Oh, and it is. It a has good, a very yeah. bad start. Andromeda yeah. has, honestly, when I was in the first ten hours... I was like, boy, this is weak. I was going to say weak. the opposite. I like, thought it was weak. I hate but, that like, first area. That's... Dave told me about the first area. Habitat 7 is balls, it, man. But I, I also, like, mainlined it. I uh, didn't, like, I didn't, I don't care what you have to say. Like, like, going, you, have to, going... you can, like, save multiple uh, mm-hmm. crew members, mm-hmm. and it's just like, the map is not well defined. I didn't know where to go at certain points, and because you now have, like, the jetpack, it's not like, this is a straight shot to this objective. No, this thing is at... It says it's at the top of this mountain, but no, it's actually inside the mountain, and it's a bunch of bullshit. And yeah. uh, but it but it gets it get like being gay it gets better <laughs> in that uh, you get you um, when you become the pathfinder, you get on the nexus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you get to know more people, and when the universe really opens up and. It's like you don't have to just go to one planet. It's like here's three planets. Which one do you want to go to and, and, and explore more? You can take it more at your own pace and get to know the other people in it. But even at its best, it just feels like an yeah. imitation of what people liked about Mass Effect. It's I, like you asked new people to make what people thought they liked about Mass Effect. I think well, we were talking about it on this stream, youtube.com slash laser time network. <laughs> or just laser time. That the whole time I'm playing Mass Effect and loving it, like every iteration is like we enhance the combat. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't care about that. Yeah. If anything, you should have lessened the combat. The combat doesn't even feel enhanced. It's but, just like, but it's, it the does. Cover is, it, I don't like it. It feels cover. like two different games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're on the ship and you're on the field, mm-hmm. it feels like two completely different games. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And uh, they, they just amped up the combat so much. My still feeling with the combat is like. This is good, but if I wanted the great version of this, I'd be playing Gears. Destiny. Like that. You'd be playing Destiny. Destiny. Destiny, yeah. Well, it's a third-person yeah, shooter with cover. I, I just Destiny! In terms of third-person, like, yeah, that I just hate the cover system in this game. Like, well, because it's dynamic. It's not sticky. So it's just like... But it also doesn't... This. Like, um, my biggest problem... This game is... I played it for, like, five hours. Mm. I don't hate it. Mm. I understand its flaws, but it's it's just hyper-unstable. Mm-hmm. Well, it crashed. It crashed over and over yes. with me. It took 24 hours to download <laughs> a 40 well, megabyte thing yeah. and didn't work. Uh, like yeah. I didn't have any. Like so, it's like you can start the game now. No character customization options. I can't yeah. play the yeah. tutorial in the multiplayer. <laughs> oh, I could get thrown into the multiplayer. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't yeah. figure out how it works. And then we did it online uh, on YouTube, and and 
you'd like we've all played Mass Effect 3's multiplayer to death, but like this is different. Yeah. And like you just get tossed oh, into yeah. it. It's all just a lot lesser, is mm-hmm. the thing. And also it, it feels like a pale imitation. You go to the Nexus, which is the Citadel, mm-hmm. you get on the Tempest, which is the Normandy, mm-hmm. and then you meet these characters, you're like, Oh, you're Turian. Uh, operative, and but, you're Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting to meet Camille, but then Camille Nanjiani's in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's uh, kind of a, oh. he plays a, kind of a douche character. He's a space he's racist. Root. Yeah, he is. I, I don't care. I'm 100 percent behind yeah, this now. It's but the it best also, game ever. It's also just kind of a bummer to be like that. They had to separate it so much from Mass Effect Three. Like every the plot is. That Could, this uh, this took us forever to like wrap our heads around. <laughs> you didn't read all the codex. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. The game says in the year twenty one sixty five, people set sail. Twenty one eighty five. Twenty one eighty five. Yeah. Six hundred and thirty four years later, which I remember, <laughs> and that's the next scene. Like it's yeah. it starts mm-hmm. it starts in between Mass Effect two and three. Well, uh, yes, and, and shoots seven hundred years ahead because they had to have that much. They had to have that much of a separation. They're mm-hmm. like. 600 years have passed, and they're, they can never go back, and there's no connection to it, and there's no whatever. To I can, me, so, that says, have they been putting that on press releases, that this is set in between Mass Effect 2 and 3? No. Because there's no. two paragraphs that are set in between that game, those two No, games. they have been selling it that way, but I, it's just... It's just it's a soft reboot is what it is. Mm-hmm. There's like these are all these characters you like, but just because they came somewhere else. And, and, and that's the and, big bummer of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw some speculation on our Facebook group, uh, the Laser Time Facebook group, that uh, the bu- the budget was cut in half. I can believe that. And that that it was like, well, we have Star Wars. And I hate this. It's yeah. what happened at Disney with Tron. Uh, we have Star Wars now. Who cares about this? That EA like yeah. slashed the budget on this and allocated the budget over to Battlefront. I mean, that would be a huge bummer to me if that was the case because like Mass Effect is such an important yeah. brand. Like, if you're just a businessman, you yeah. can say, this is a major brand It should be your, your AAA brand. It's, it's not treated le- that way. Well, they gave it to the, they gave it to yeah. Bioware Montreal, which is not their A team. It's not even their Austin's their I would, B team. I would and never I, blame them. Yeah. I would never blame them at all. The, yes. I, I wouldn't, because, like, it lacks a layer of polish. Yeah. And we all fucking got really weird. Like, here's the the latest trailer, the second trailer. Mm-hmm. In January, and it comes out in March. What the fuck? And no multiplayer demo mm-hmm. either. Like, what the no. fuck is it? What's what's happening? And everybody was super wary. Yeah. I'm like, trust EA doesn't release unfinished games, but this is like, there's one layer of polish missing. Yeah. That, that would make this a Mass Effect yeah. game. It's not. Yeah, it's not that it's unfinished, but yeah, I also mm-hmm. feel like maybe they lacked. Maybe Bioware it lacks. It does not the, feel like a new AAA game no. on a new platform. No, it doesn't. All. There's mm-hmm. multiple times where I was thinking. This took five years, or it's been five years since the last one. This is a new gen game. Like this looks worse than in three. There were it multiple is, times yeah. I was thinking this game uh, has crashed mm-hmm. and unwritten my save mm-hmm. in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. I only and had a couple crashes, and that was when I tried playing multiplayer. Oh, no. That's on that's, PC. I mean, on PC, it, yes. it PS4 for me. It struck me as like the Arkham Origins to the Arkham regular yes. trilogy where it's like yes. lesser team making it still really it's still competent you'll still enjoy yeah, it I, I didn't and if you're like if you love the series then you'll probably really enjoy this yeah. but it's I, didn't, just, I didn't you like know it's a the writing sucks I'm like there's nothing bad the about the writing at all like, I, that's, like, uh, well but that's that's the problem it's fine it's yeah. not great and yeah. if you're you had super high expectations so I will explain why I gave it. I'm saying all these negative things, and I gave it a four out of five. Mm-hmm. It is because, like, when it opens up and when you get to know the characters better, mm-hmm. uh, you 
it I got more used to the world and came to like it more. Maybe also that my opinion was adjusted correctly or mm-hmm. my expectations were adjusted correctly after enough of it. I'm like, no, this is what it is. Like this isn't this this is what it is. I'm getting to know these new people and getting to know this new universe, so I'm better with it, but but it also is like yeah, it's that level of polish is missing mm-hmm. that also it kind of just re- And it's just one layer of lacquer. Yeah. That's missing. But also, it's things that even aren't just polished. It's just like they're retreading steps. Like, oh, wow, it's these remnants of this ancient technology. They're like, no, you did that. You hmm. did that. You better like, scan that. You better jump yeah. to the top of that and scan it. And, and also, that's just the cat are the most boring enemies. They're like, oh, it's bone soldiers. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. The cat themselves mm. are like, they just look like uh, that guy Javik, I think. Like, or is that what we ran into on that planet? From the third game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but while well, they look very lame, yeah. the the other and I when I say other, I mean there are two new alien races, Ket and the Angara. And that's it. There's only two. I again, I you don't go envy to those a whole people. new universe and you meet two new aliens. I want to see all the old alien creatures, even the dumb Jack race that I hated. Well, <laughs> so the the ones that are Knuckles the Echidna, that's the Angara, and they're <laughs> they're cooler, but they also they they're introduced like a little slapdash. Mm. When you get to know Jal, I, uh, the the Angaran on your team, like he's cool, uh, and I can't, I came to like him. Like mm-hmm. that's when I warmed up to it. I was like, I'm warming up to this. Uh, mainly the the characters in it, and, mm-hmm. and that just shows that they still have the storytelling better than you think at the start because mm-hmm. everybody seems very like oh, you're very bland. But mm-hmm. it's but one part- of you is Clancy. But partially, Clancy Brown. <laughs> partially it is to create expectations that they can then challenge later. Mm-hmm. So when they're written very blandly, then in a conversation later they'll be like, actually, I don't feel that, or actually, yeah. this thing in my childhood happened, or actually. Yeah. You you get at least some Mass Effect actually, mm-hmm. yeah. but, it, but also like the writer family is they're okay, but then when they become the Pathfinder, that's just such an easy shorthand of like uh, you do everything I say. I'm the Pathfinder, and so then you just get people who come up to you like, yes, Pathfinder, thank you. Like Pathfinder, could you get my husband out of jail, Pathfinder? I just I just couldn't believe that this is well because like people were worried about the people. We've talked about this behind the scenes. We've talked to it to people on our streams. People were worried, like, what What the fuck is this about? Like, why haven't we seen any more of it? And it's out in a month. And it's so fucking unstable as a game. Yeah, they, they, honestly, I get, I get stuck in environments. Game. This yeah. should be a fall game. I like, hit start, and I've never... I haven't seen this before, where, like... Wait, why did I just see myself as that... You just spoiled the game for me. <laughs> with the start button. <laughs> and it disappeared immediately. But it was still there, and like, but I, I, I assumed my, my assumption was this is an EA game. It's not going to get released, un, like unflawless. Yeah, because it's an EA game. They'll hire they'll they'll hire two hundred people to make sure they'll hire all they need but, to. But and, and I'm sorry that when I was playing it, I just got like, wow, EA fucking cast this to the wind. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't doesn't give a fuck about this at all. I'm sorry, not. Uh, uh, I mean, that's that's a little strong. It's a, it's think, too it's strong. Too but, but but like but. When 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 I think of Mass Effect, I think of a AAA game that breaks breaks down uh, barriers and pioneers certain things, and it doesn't in, in the first at least six hours is not visually on par. No. And yeah. I, that, like I hate that we just all played Horizon. Yeah. So I do think Mass Effect is also very unlucky, and mm-hmm. then it comes out after Zelda mm-hmm. and after Horizon. Mm-hmm. 
and and even near, which like I'm I didn't play near because mm-hmm. I had to. I reviewed Horizon and I played the shit out of Zelda, mm-hmm. and then I reviewed Mass Effect Andromeda, and now I'm moving on to Persona Five. Sorry, near. Mm-hmm. Like I want to play. I play near. People say it's really good, but the but so. Mass Effect is in a very competitive time, probably more than they expected when they staked out March. And it looks but like, I could it also looks like just another game where I think if you looked at it, I mean, even going back like, like two or three years to Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. like Bioware did a better job of this two years they ago. Did. Yeah, no, I think they. I mean, yeah, I. Well, also, I don't want to blame any developer of it because some bullshit yeah. happened over the weekend with that. I would rather but yell at. Talk about no, it. I want to find one female person who I can yell at mm-hmm. and make Chris disgusted again <laughs> with the entire games industry yep. to such a degree. I know, but th- so I don't want to blame that. I think I'm more comfortable blaming EA for just not giving it the support it needs, or maybe pushing mm-hmm. it out, or maybe saying. This has to launch by the end of our fiscal year because we said we'd have this money. And I'm, I'm here speaking like, as a fan. Like, how the fuck do you not treat Mass Effect like yeah. your AAA property? It's, and I feel like that didn't happen. And it's, it's disappointing. Yeah. And I mean, it's not a bad game. It's the Iron Fist of games. And that it was developed by not the prime Bioware it was team. Bioware Montreal, but I mean, what even is the prime Bioware team yeah. anymore? The doctors left yeah. after Mass Effect Three. That's true. So. But also that there was a B team for Bioware. They're called Obsidian. <laughs> like, could you not have like called somebody? Well, they didn't that? want the yeah. game finished yeah. in time, That's, and they yeah. could get Obsidian. Still, I'd love to see what Obsidian could do with Mass Effect. I think yeah. that'd be yeah, really interesting. Nice. I would, nice. I would too. This whole thing weirds me out. It really does. Just to uh, see I, Mass Effect treated that way with like a subpar game like that. Yeah, like, and, it, and, and there's so, like there are moments below that, the massive expectations. Still a, there are moments yeah. that'll blow you away, story wise or visually, and mm-hmm. there, there are other moments that like. This this feels like a me too yeah, company trying the gun to gun backwards. Yeah, little stuff like that. Yeah, mm. I. But I'm with Dave's. Uh, that's a really good way of putting it. That it's like Arkham Origins, which I really mm. like Arkham Origins. I wouldn't say it's anywhere near as good as the rock steady Batman games, mm. but they made a copy of a popular thing that was mm. lesser than, but still really good. Yeah. And it didn't look as bad as this game. No, it yeah. didn't. Nope. Did not, it but looked, Arkham Origins looks really good. And even a, a B plus Mass Effect is still something I'm totally interested in. We'll probably if play you're still all the way super into Mass Effect, you might be disappointed Sorry. playing it to and be again, like, it doesn't well, look really bad. Good, it doesn't but, look uh, bad, but we just fine. played Horizon. Yes, it it kills Horizon. It's well, also just you compare the faces in it to say Witcher. And it's like yes. Witcher three. Like whoa, Witcher looks so much better. Like this is. I just want to decide between which of these two aliens dies, <laughs> and I might have had sex with one of them. I mean, you well, will I, do that. I will. I will You'll bring that, that to the table yeah, I mean, too. The, the the dialogue options. Yeah, it, but yeah. they they ascribe a value. I like that instead of just Paragon or like mean or not mean. I think yeah. the goal was for you to answer with your heart, and then eventually the game would decide whether you went Paragon mm. or Vanguard in mm. general to be able to predict mm. like not even read your responses is weird yeah uh, uh, well it's more you'll still don't think you won't have binary choices at the end of some story segments mm. because you will have mm. those mm. and those will but those are also shades of gray it's not like do you do you give away puppies or do you burn puppies do i kill <laughs> like, you or fuck you when do i get that choice <laughs> well and i will also say i i suggest it's a tough one to say which you should play as because Sarah Ryder is a better actress. Mm-hmm. I like her more, but her face is more distracting yeah. than Scott Ryder's face. I've heard <laughs> well, from other people you, you, you that her of, face is unplayable. They're, they're, they're still both a presence because you, you get to customize them at the beginning, right? Meme, 
yes, but it's still under the same bone structure. Mm-hmm. Oppositely, the negative thing I was to say, like why I want to play Sarah over Scott. So I played a Scott because I wanted to get man-on-man action in it. That's why I did it. And that Scott... Scott is a dude who's been in two games before. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a relatively new voice actor. But if someone told you he's this was Nolan North. North, if somebody <laughs> told you it was Nolan North, you'd think it was. I thought it was Nolan North at first. Mm-hmm. And so it honestly sounds like the um, Spielbergo of, <laughs> of Nolan North. It is the cheap Nolan North they could get. Like, Nolan North would ask for a lot of money to record yeah. 100 hours of dialogue. Dude. So. Yeah. Or wh- however this much is, there is. He's the non-union right? Canadian equivalent. This is opposite the opposite of a bad game, mm-hmm. but wildly disappointing as a Mass yeah. Effect game. Yeah, your expectations and, are very high for when yeah. they finally return to Mass Effect in fi- after five years. Mm-hmm. Five years. So after yeah, five years, after after three years of promotion. Uh, yeah, especially how they premiered it at that E3 of just like we are making a Mass Effect. We'll tell you later. Mm-hmm. But they've been teasing it that long, and I. I hope that with, you know, Mass Effect 1 to 2 had, like, you go back to Mass Effect 1, I said that in in oh, the yeah. first segment. Go back to Mass Effect 1, you see all these flaws. Yeah. They did fix it in 2. I am hoping yeah. that if there is an Andromeda 2, storyline-wise, there is definitely cause for a yeah. sequel. Right. I just mean, could, the worry is like, for it, I, like... Yeah. Well, if they make an Andromeda two, they could fix so many things. That's the worry, though. Like that yeah. with with the original Mass Effect, I felt like I don't know if they were overtly saying it back then, but that like that this was part of a trilogy. This yeah. is the beginning they of this did. guy's story. They did. This is like they were so quiet about Andromeda that I don't even know what if they the have plans. Like what if it's one of those things ads. that's just gonna. It's you know, I'm bothered by like by the idea of like is this you dipping your toes into a trilogy? Like, Not yeah, just another I franchise. I, so like, I, I don't know if they have the intent of making this more than I game. could hmm. also absolutely see that uh, it, 2018's E3, they say, mm-hmm. Mass Effect 4, The Return of Shepard, forget Andromeda, we didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the real Mass Effect. Like, One of the choices would, you made will uh, follow through in this That would game. make everything less meaningful. I'm sure Shepard appears in this game in some way. Hey, I'm I mean, positive. It is 600 years in the future. I'm, he, and he's Jesus and omnipotent. Yeah. He is. I mean, they, they could continue running like two parallel timelines. I'm sure he talks. It's like, yeah, this yeah. is this is a separate, but that Mass Effect franchise essentially. But that's part of the weirdness of it. Like when you have dialogue options in a Mass Effect game, they set they like in the old Mass Effect games, you would set it up, you'd walk up to somebody, and then they'd sidle into frame awkwardly. Yeah, and that should have been changed. And so now it's like you talk to somebody, and like your dialogue options occur where you're standing and where the camera is. Usually that's bad. Camera back and forth, mm-hmm. A, B, cut, cut. But, it's, but, it's, but it lets you set up camera your own shots, and you're in, guess what? I love filming and composition of cameras. I'm a te- I can't get the camera correct. It's bad. It looks bad all the time. And like, and when people are saying there's a, they're bad animations, it's like, well, I didn't know that was going to be the angle of our entire conversation. <laughs> there, there when I, when I sidle up that, to you, yeah. um, but... It's trying. It's. I, I understand that's the next gen look they were trying to go for, but it just does look bad. Yeah. And, eh, oh well. Yeah. But so I'm that's, not Owelling. This is a Mass Effect game. It's. Fucking, I. I still think you'll have very fun with Owellian. it. Mm-hmm. I did give it a four out of five. I. I will also say that if my website we are on a five point scale, if I could have given it a three point five, I likely would have. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I didn't feel like giving it a 3 out of 5. I was like, this isn't a 3 out of 5. It's, it's not a... Than it, I have it, not experienced yeah. true badness other than the game breaking a lot. It, but mm-hmm. I think people expected this was a series that, like, with 2 and 3 mm-hmm. was, like, 
95 to 100, mm-hmm. I was expecting, like, okay, maybe it'll be, like, high 80s. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's what, like, mid-70s, low yeah, 80s. Yeah, it's That's... kind of a lot of wasting of goodwill, and you can it's only spend that, like... Cool. They're going to have to spend a lot of money just on promotion of the next one to be like, we learned our lesson. We fixed yeah. this. And like it's, it's Where is the promotion for this game? I'm seeing ads on mm-hmm. things. I'm like, super bummed, dude. Like, I don't like the idea that like Battlefront, Star Wars might have like Tron this game. Mm-hmm. Into, into, Tron, into the lesser... Yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, no, that's that's what the sci-fi like, gamers mm-hmm. want now is the, yeah. uh, the first-person Star Wars shooter. That's not what I want. I want Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a little bummed out by all of this. Oh. Well, are you too bummed out to continue oh. on to game deals? Michael wants to move on. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, oh, God, he's doing it. Take my advice and do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? We were so negative about Mass Effect Andromeda that it's already on sale. <laughs> uh, I, I Mark do. my words, it, by May it's 30 bucks. Mm. I tell you. That's what I don't like about it. People comparing what? it to uh, Mirror's Edge. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, fuck, that is a ancient, really good... It's one of those things where it's really like... It, it's anxiously just, awaited follow-up. And it just... Devi- well, actually, the thing with, with Mirror's Edge is that it like deviated too much from what Mirror's Edge was before. Mm-hmm. This is just... This is a copy of Mass Effect... And it's not as good a copy that I thought it would be. I have to hear that theme song again. We've talked too much. <laughs> really? Take my advice, do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? That guy the was the now? best singer in the, 19, <laughs> in the 1940s. That's how all songs sounded. Yep. Uh, this is the best sale this week. Is the only on PSN sale. Yes. Uh, PSN has been doing a bunch of sales in honor of its anniversary of some kind. I went and looked at that and spent twelve bucks, came away with four games. You could get, you could Whoa. spend thirty dollars and get every great PSN game that's ever been released. Mm. Oh, look at this sale! Uh, so until dawn is nine ninety nine. Yeah, uh, totally. God of War three yeah, remastered. If, if you haven't played until dawn, buy it for ten bucks. Seriously, please. Yep. It is it's, great. It's amazing. Uh, God of War three remastered is five ninety nine. Um, Unfinished Swan two ninety nine flower one ninety five PlayStation All Stars with cross buy is three forty nine still too expensive Wipeout <laughs> three three PlayStation All Stars three feet uh fucking Wipeout is three thirty seven and that's I think with maybe PlayStation Plus and one of my favorite games Helldiver is uh, nine ninety nine I, I believe that's cross buy too. Best Buy has a bunch of games on sale. Uh, apparently, you can get Gears of War four and Dead Rising four for twenty three ninety nine with the Gamers Club, oh yeah, universe or whatever. Dead Rising, 4, <laughs> Dead Rising four is not bad. Yeah, like, twenty three ninety nine. That's less than half price. Yeah, um, it is a little bit weird how Christmas based that is to play it in but March. It's super but fun. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. Like uh, it. Amazon Titanfall is twenty five bucks. Nice. Uh, Borderlands Handsome Edition uh, is fifteen dollars, and Arkham Knight is ten dollars digitally. No physical edition, yeah, but okay. ten fucking dollars. That game is amazing. Uh, Xbox Live fans, you probably have deals too. I don't know what they are, <laughs> but but you can get all of Mass Effect Two and Three's DLC. Um, it's very what? weird. I don't remember exactly how that shakes out. There's certain. Well, all three games are backwards compatible. 
They are, yeah. but I believe there are certain missions you can't go back to after certain things happen. Huh. And I don't oh, remember how that works. You forgot to um, mention Tokyo Jungle is two ninety nine. Oh, is yeah. it? Tokyo Jungle. 3DS? Uh, no, PS4. On PS4. Yes. PS3. PS3. Oh, that system that I don't have. Yeah, um, you'll never play it. It doesn't work. PS Trizzle. Um, uh, oh, Xbox Live, uh, Mass Effect DLC, and you can buy Final Fantasy 15 for $35.99. One of my favorite yeah. games of last year. Hell yeah. Humble Bundle has a streaming edition. Hey, have you ever wanted to stream games? Me neither. We do it every <laughs> week. But uh, if you wanted that software... Uh, for less than $12, you can get not only Drawful 2 and Quiplash, mm, yeah. uh, but a three-month license for XSplit, uh, oh. video editing oh. software in the form of a hotspot, and a VPN shield. Chris, mm. you love XSplit, don't you? <laughs> I love and hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> I've never had to paid so much to work with a developer to fix their thing. But speaking of Quiplash, mm-hmm. I mean, we've that's a thing that we do now on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you donate the $10 level, we do, like... Exclusive. And he has an exclusive stream with uh, our Patreon members, mm-hmm. and the, yep. you know they play with us. And it's a really uh, cool idea, guys. It, it gets a little blue, and that is game deals, baby. <laughs> Lots of Bill Cosby. Got to play jokes. this twice because we had an intro twice. No. Take my advice, do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. That guy's like the only one I recognize in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well, he's like one of the the main returning characters. Oh God, I don't want to do anything but play that game right now. It's I'm almost done. Huh? After like a hundred hours, I've, I've got wow. like one divine beast and uh, the rest of the memories to do. All done. Zelda is literally saying, "What are you doing? Please, <laughs> please come save this land. Did I've got eight hundred more Korok seeds to get. I'm sorry." <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, this this little girl really wants like three different kinds of dragonfly. <laughs> I need to find them. There's all these Very horses important. to tame. I'm yeah. sorry. I know this is a hundred year battle that I'm late to. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, anyway, feel really weird that I'm doing news when you didn't close the other parentheses for that uh, oh, game deals. But anyway, <laughs> uh, starting off with news, we got Sonic Mania has been delayed until the summer. And, Ouch. Uh, Project Sonic has been officially titled Sonic Forces. And this all happened, out <sighs> sat at, it all happened at South by Southwest, which is such mm. a weird thing for Sonic to be a presence at. I know. So Sonic's luck. hip and cool, baby. Ugh. I think I talked about, uh, I was at the event where they revealed both these things at, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con as oh, well. They, they, they've been doing these at not game. Yeah, Sonic's like really this. alt now. Well, I think it is kind of how they're handling the brand of Sonic, is, is having a weird Twitter account and just yeah. kind of leaning mm-hmm. more into Sonic's an odd thing. And that's also, and also pretending Sonic Boom never happened. That's <laughs> also part of it. And uh, so first off is Sonic Mania. That one I had played, uh, I played it at, at Comic-Con. That's like and the retro throwback, Sonic. It's, it's Mega Man 9. It's a Mega Man yeah. 9 ah. for Sonic. So it's super difficult. Uh, you know, actually, it's not. <laughs> in that way, it's not hard, but it, at least what I played. But it's just, let's make a new Sonic that looks like old Sonic, 
And hey, take more time. If there's one thing Sonic needs, it's better quality control. So work on this more. It was all why they announced the new Sonic. So they had shown Project Sonic's 2017. Mm -hmm. They showed it first at San Diego Comic Con, but this was gameplay Mm -hmm. at South by Southwest. 40 sweet seconds of it. And just just so you know what it's going to be, it's a grittier Sonic adventure. No, sorry. No, no, no. Sonic Generations, a grittier Sonic hey, Generations. Now you speak my language. In that you, the, the, the what they showed was like this is a modern. These are the modern Sonic level we're showing here. So mm-hmm. letting you know again, old Sonic's in this. Fat Sonic will have two nice. D stages. Fat Sonic. While 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 lanky Sonic will have his shitty three D stages. You have to suffer your way fucking through in those. <laughs> God awful oh, games. What I love percentage that Sonic of the game do you play as Big the Cat? Mm. They say that uh, they were on record of saying Sonic's friends will appear in this game, but they will not be playable. Man. They Ooh. seem to be making it clear you will play only as Sonic. I really enjoyed the rabbit. Rabbit. I really enjoyed Sonic Generations, but that it posited that I have to care about two different kinds of Sonic. Uh-huh. This one's got slightly raised eyes and a bigger gut, and like, no, it's the <laughs> same goddamn. It's the same goddamn Sonic. No, Sonic. This one has Sonic. a hyper color shirt. Oh, okay, Maybe. one doesn't talk. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the one difference. Everything <laughs> no, else is like, though. who cares? No, it's the tails that are the same. Like they're just yeah. like, no, I I part my hair slightly differently. I'm a different tails, like, or I'm the oh, tails who rides beard. around in a robot and who's a science master. But so, but it looked at least like really good though. It can honestly not be that great looking because it is on the Switch. It's going to be on the Switch as well as current systems. Mm-hmm. Is it, which Switch Phil, is I, the current? Okay, I yes, saw that but, South by Southwest footage and fans were going berserk. Going eight before it. Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even it's, I'm fucking crazy. It's about the it. Sonic cycle though, man. Like, and it's also the what funny. It's it is this the funny thing about getting older is that now seeing the kids who played Sonic Adventure as their first Sonic game in 1999 they're not the age we were in like yeah. the early 2000s of just like I want Sonic to be when I was a yeah. kid now that's how they feel and they're mad that Sonic Boom happened that took away from the Sonic they knew when they were a child. Whatever I want band, Sonic, Sonic to wear black and shoot a gun. Whatever band headlined South by Southwest. Probably like Sonic Adventure the most of any Sonic game. <laughs> and that makes me weep. And did you see that in Drake's new album, he samples a track from the Sonic 06 game? It really oh, does. God damn it. That's the worst. Couldn't he have like sampled that Alice in Chains theme what, song from Sonic Adventure? Thing? Yeah, what about the no, damn Sonic? What about the echidna rap from the second game? From yeah. the second Sonic Echidona. Adventure? <laughs> My name's Knuckle. I don't chuckle. That's, I think that's the line. Which My name is Knuckles, and I'm here to say I like digging and slowing things down in a major way. People point out that he says I don't chuckle, and then they're like, the first thing he does in Sonic Three is chuckle. He laughs <laughs> on screen, like, yeah, but. Look, it's, it's called the Sonic Cycle because it happens every time. Yeah. They'll say this is this is the Sonic game you've been waiting for. We did it this time. Generations was the closest thing, and even then, the only way they made a 3D Sonic game bearable was by remaking levels slightly better that they'd done again. Like mm-hmm. they're like, look, if we try again, maybe this will get better. It's Generations, and it was still bullshit in Generations. Like that's every good. 3D, every game. 3D stage sucked. No, that's a good game. 3D Sonic sucks, and I'll never like it. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. Well, one series that fortunately sticks to 2D is Castlevania, and a game that's a lot hey. like Castlevania is Bloodstained, no. which is no longer coming to Wii U. Yes. No, uh, they've announced that development is 
proceeding on uh, Switch. I, I want to make jokes about sense. it, but like if, you, if you're a low-income person in Trump's America, you'll never have another system. But I'm guessing, it's like, not, if you, you had, you won't. You just if you won't. had enough money to support Bloodstained on Kickstarter and buy a Wii U, you probably like you either already have a Switch or play or a buy a Switch or have Steam, and yeah, we'll play it that way. It like it just seems like a, a stupid idea. For the developers well, I, to make a Wii U version because, like, Wii's dead in the water. Like, a I, new I downloadable game I didn't on, discover on this Wii demographic is, yeah. until uh, Ukulele. Yeah. And Ukulele was like, and they, hey, they stopped mentioning Wii U. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> they should. Because the only people who. Because like, no, there's no point. The only people who would download this are the people who, so, who signed up for it on the Kickstarter. Yeah. And it sucks that people who. Like oh, who supported right. it at its earliest incarnation? Oh, that's that, that that they're they might get screwed out of it, but I would well, think most of them have an alternative way to play I it. I mean, and... that's something that uh, that's something I think Nintendo made a mistake with, like not supporting indies as much as they could, and they're mm. getting better at it. Excuse but me, just that, indies or yeah, having sorry. an online but, store that could just. But negotiate having you bought this game, played on a Nintendo system. Nintendo was leaving money on the table by not recognizing that so many people kickstart games like mm. this, like Mighty Number no. Nine, yeah. uh, Nintendo like, games, like Shovel Knight. The people who are supporting them are Nintendo fanboys who, Nint- no matter what other system they own, mm-hmm. they're like, no. I bought this Nintendo ass game mm-hmm. to play it on my yeah. Nintendo system. It's why I bought it, and so they. I assure you, I, I got I got wonderful Schadenfreude with the announcement of the Disney Afternoon Collection. No Switch. It's fucking. It's still hot from the oven. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> like why why would you assume it's coming to this new system? It's a miracle. It's happening in general. But so I mean, I'm sorry for the you know it's it's still real people who especially were Kickstarters who get are it, yeah. getting screwed over by this thing that they were told was a Wii U game. Mm-hmm. But also, it's gonna take Iga a very long time to make a brand new game after uh, and build a new studio. Like so, what he's gonna put out a, a Wii U game in twenty eighteen? Sucks. Any like, other place no. a unified online store wouldn't yeah. have that issue. Well, you know the retro um, Retro City Rampage guy, mm-hmm. he said he did it because he said he'd do it, but he really regretted it. That yeah. he said, I said Retro City Rampage will be on the Wii. And I'm gonna make it, and it was like a WiiWare <laughs> game in in 2013. Mm-hmm. Nobody was gonna buy it, but he's like, I promised the people who did buy it that I would make this, and, I, and he put it out. So, and all yeah. 12 of the people who downloaded it emailed me. <laughs> they seemed very pleased by it. It did. Uh, something that wasn't uh, ever announced for Wii U that's coming to Switch is the uh, Secret of Mana Collection. Oh. Or the uh, Seiken Densetsu. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, Seiken Densetsu. So it's only been announced for Japan thus far, and one of the games has never come out in I, I really hope it comes out over here, because I would love to play Seiken Densetsu 3. The only in, the inclusion of the last game leads me to believe it won't. Seiken Densetsu 3 and Mother 3 are like the white whales of of gaming fans who have been waiting mm-hmm. like uh, of, of Japanese game lovers who have been waiting for it to be translated for a long time and they've both been fan translated quite a lot so you can play them if you need it both both no, it's just and o- officially and I don't mean to put I know that's not easy no but like not. this is a system with no games on it hmm. I feel like in the modern in the modern gaming age Making something like this, they can't not localize it, mm-hmm. right? Like Square, yeah, especially. That's what I feel like. I mean, two thirds localized already. Square, especially, also. Well, yeah, and they have an updated localization of the first one because they made a mobile version of of, yeah. of, 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 of Matt. Ma- it has to be optimized for 
normal platforms already. It's yeah, like it, it, but there's, it's one step closer to localization. And I think also Square realized with the launching normal. of Bravely oh. Default mm-hmm. and the Dragon Quest games in America, like, oh, we could sell these. We could. Yeah. People will buy them. So I would hope, let's hope, that we could actually get Seiken and Setsu 3 here. Some people told me when I tweeted it out, like, I uh, really hope this gets localized. And some people who were just being nice said, well, hey, it's it's region free. The Switch is region free. You can just buy it on their eShop when it comes out. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and play it in Japanese. I so no, I needed I need a translation. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for. I just want Secret of Mana to come out so I can once again replay the the greatest work of Iranian American programmer Nasir Gabelli. Buh. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing how that <laughs> fell on deaf ears yeah, to such yeah. an extent. You guys never heard of Nasir? No. He did amazing work in the 80s, and uh, Secret of Mana was kind of like the culmination of everything he'd done. Um, I'm just glad yeah. someone wants to stand out as older than me. <laughs> this is... I guess uh, you know of America, they're gonna get. They'll probably get the Secret of Evermore collection. It'll be our battle. All right, well, Secret at, of Mana, the animated series. As an American gamer, I love me some Floygan Brothers. What? Really? Floygan so Brothers. Weird. There's no Floygan Brothers news. That can't happen. There is Floygan no! Brothers news, you asshole. Uh, Floygan Brothers DLC no. is finally available. No. Uh, the game originally launched with the intent that they would have a year's worth of support for it, but because it launched after the Dreamcast had already been discontinued, uh-huh. it didn't happen. But uh, some of the developers and the like, Dreamcast emulated community or whatever have they've unlocked the content you were supposed to get, which is just like it's a bunch of mini games and outfits for the Floygan <laughs> Brothers. You, you ever hit a guy in the face with a fish made of six triangles? Yeah. <laughs> now you can. It now was you at can. least twelve triangles. Come on. Now you can. This this reminds me of like like the what like we watched that documentary here. All of us did the. The rock of fire explosion. Yeah. The one guy working in the Chuck E. Cheese of Robot Factory. That's what this reminds me of. There's <laughs> one guy working the ro- Floygan Brothers. It's the next big thing. I no kept the copyright it. on Floygan Brothers because I, I never knew stopped. it was going to come back. I never I, stopped. I didn't sell it. I kept the company open. It's going to be great. So I, all you have to do is unlock a new save file to your uh, Dreamcast VMU, and you can unlock all this sweet, sweet new Floygan Brothers content. I don't know whether to promote you to news. EIC or demote you entirely. Like this is, <laughs> but there will be no episode two. I'm one of like 18 people in America who actually played through Floyd and Brothers. <laughs> Telltale, pick this up, please. It's yeah, they want to play sure. once again as Heigl and Moigel. I know they've Hoygel. made a lot of great sports games, but I believe this is Visual Concepts' finest work. <laughs> yeah, Sega Sports Soccer Slam. That's my favorite Visual Concepts game. <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty great. Also in the news is. Uh, yeah, a lot of the Mass Effect Andromeda um, oh, rage that. on the internet has it was pointed at one person, and uh, it's it, Bioware replied to it in both saying that the person that they everyone is attacking kind of wasn't as responsible as they said they were, but yeah, also of also telling not. but also telling the internet or the people raging against it at large to like go fuck themselves. It's not one person who. 
like made the animation this is ridiculous like, and I don't want to do this show tier. anymore when I hear news hmm. stories like yeah. this I fucking hate you people hmm. any of you involved in this in like like rooting for it in any way yeah. and like if I look mad and like he hates everything no I hate you I hate <laughs> you people who did this if you, if you feel the need to rage against a single person before the game even comes out about the quality of the game that you haven't as paid if, any money for yet as if one person designed every well, aspect of this game so like there's a lot mixed up in this one one, I think it is people who they wanted a Mass Effect game to be good, and hearing that it's sure. not good. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so, hearing that it's not good, they want to find somebody to blame, and then sure. of course they want to find anybody to blame. Then, who do they find? Then a person, a person with a very clear agenda says, mm-hmm. "Oh, I found who a woman." This woman it's here, just a woman, and they all buy into it. They can all buy a into it. A woman like, with a oh, high yeah. level position, which meanwhile, like what the whatever the fuck Peter ruins- Moore was doing two months ago. Did this? But they're just like go attack Peter Moore. But they're just like a woman ruined my video game. I can buy into that. It's and unbelievable and sad. And I that. fucking hate this shit, dude. But, I don't even want to do this show anymore. But I also think what what plays into that too is there are people who just are having mock outrage on it because they hate Bioware in general because they long ago identified Bioware as SJW developers so they're just like well this is the sjw oh. developer i hate them so this, anyway this feeds into the uh my life is so sad yeah i'm gonna be a gamer who's more obsessed with yeah. gaming games mm-hmm. uh or of the gaming community oh. and and just and uh, defending it against you people, people are, are gross and i wish yeah. i could fight every one of you personally <laughs> i would yeah. punch every one of you so hard and i never want you to forget that that when I argue with you, I will beat you up in person. Yeah. Like I'm capable of that. I'm bigger than you. <laughs> There's a and I've fought yeah. people before. There's a weird and element. I'm tired of this, of this like, shit, and I'm fucking mad. Part of God the part of the response that Bioware had, like the the part where they said like attacking attacking an individual is unacceptable because when a game All is because it board. fucking is, it and is. they always choose the fucking woman. You weak fuck, pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Uh, but yeah. bleep it out. Yeah. But you weak, pathetic but little shit. I'll fuck you up. The I will other, kill yeah. you. The other element that like is weird is I that will they murder you. They said like, your parents. They said a, it's a former EA employee who was misidentified as a lead. I don't know if that's like it's, petty. Like this person's gone. So it's fuck bullshit. Them. They chose an easy target who wouldn't defend themselves, oh, yeah. and they'll do it again. And I, I'm like, I'm your target now. I will beat up. All of you. Well, I, I mean, will fuck you up. I will knock you out and suck all of your dicks <laughs> in front of everybody. So the whole goddamn the, internet. I mean, this is this cycle. It's a, it's the hate machine cycle that happens every time. It's I, disgusting. I am and pathetic. And, oh. I am certain. A year ago, I was on here talking about how in Fire Emblem Fates they found a Fats. woman to blame for that for mm. in, uh, for whatever they didn't like about Fire Emblem Fats. They found a woman to blame then, and then they mm. tortured her. It's online. sad oh, shit. It's just, it's well, happen- I can't it, allow it to work it. anymore. Yeah. They got to do it every time. I have they did no it with Mighty Number no. Nine. They did it with. They, they did, did. Like, every did. single time. Yeah. I have no choice but to beat you up and suck your dick. Anyone, I can't. I, I wish there was another way if around. If anyone's going to make a game bad, it's the community manager. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the, they do say like it's a it's a former EA. Employee. Hey, the community is unruly, and I yeah. can't get them to listen to reason. Can I please get some input on this game? It makes no sense. Yeah. Well, I, they're this weird force field slash, like, we'll absorb some of this stuff and maybe put your input in the game when we can. But, yeah. like, other than that, go fuck yeah. yourself. If not that, manager, I'll fuck you to death. Yeah, the community manager I will. Also, I will. I will beat yeah. you up and fuck you to death. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. I'm I like so it better when you were just shit. threatening to suck their dick. I will mm. suck your dick and fuck you to death. 
please don't isolate that. How drunk are you? Like, I'm just so <laughs> fucking sick of this. I don't know how we get past this. Because like this is a medium I want to stand up for, and I hate everybody involved yeah. with it. But Bioware saying that like the person that everyone was raging against is a former EA employee who was misidentified as a lead member of Mass Effect Andromeda's development team. That is like a weird little thing I want to do on Twitter every once in a while, which is like, hey, guess what? I'm the new lead developer on this game. Like, just announcing mm. that I have a new job to everyone on Twitter you and waiting waiting for the company to say, no, you aren't. I've been the target of shitty organizations like Gamergate, yeah. and they will believe anything you tell them, yeah. as long as it feeds into their rage. Hey, fuck I'm, you, people. I'm I the, swear to God, I will fuck you in the mouth until you suffocate. <laughs> I'm so tired of these people. Be like, Every time I read this story, I want to just stop talking Guess about what? games in general. <laughs> fuck these people. Guys, I do have an announcement. I'm the new community manager on, on Alfred Chicken 3D. I will put my dick in front of your mouth and fuck everybody else. Unless <laughs> it's in, in a watering can, <laughs> keep it away from me. Uh, why don't we move on? Then? Yeah. Is this me being too crazy? Fuck <laughs> no. this shit. This, you should be mad about this. Yo, and I'm I, fucking sick I of this. I am. It's so single. predictable and sad. I'm so tired of it. Yeah. And in six, uh, what'll be the next game that does this? Like, what'll be the next major game they get mad about? I don't know. Where, What's like, nah, we're just going to direct this at, at, at a woman who's not going to make jokes on Twitter. And, like, man, fuck you. I will kill you. I will kill you. I will murder all of you. Come to this place. I'll give you the address. And we'll murder you on so camera one at a time, you fucking weak, half-ass, neck-beard motherfuckers. Come to 6969 420th Avenue, San I'm Francisco, so California. These people. <laughs> Community segment time! Oh, Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what Mass Effect or any other alien creature did, would, you romance? Uh... Henry, you weren't here last week. Uh, I want to romance fantasy creatures, not uh, not ma- not okay, space. Okay, what kind of someone sent me the Snoopy one? Oh my god! Jeez. Uh, wow. uh, thank you. Chris. You pull that up so quick. It was just uh, on wow. my. It literally was sent to me the moment we're talking about this. Uh, that that wiped my brain of whatever I was thinking of. An uncircumcised know, beagle dick yeah. uh, oh, from nice, Charlie nice, Brown's nice. point of view. Uh, it was somebody. Well, you it was, can come back to it if you want. Thanks, it, Dustin. I I like the furries in uh, the Fire Emblem Fates. That's my first thought there. All right. Uh, so first responder in the forums was Cody, who said I'd vote for Kodos, but them Quarians look fine based on Tali's concept art. I'd go with her if Cortana from Halo doesn't count. And yes, life would find a way. I mean, she comes from Earth, so... I'm not, if you're willing to find a way to fuck a hologram, uh, good on you. Yeah. I'd say yes, fine. Congratulations, <laughs> you want to lie down with SEO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lazar's J781 says, I've tried most of the romances in the Mass Effect games, but I always come back to Jack. I have a thing for tattoos and girls with buzzed or shaved heads. Also, I kind mm. of just want to give her a back rub and tell her everything is going to be fine. I wish I had not let her die so easily. <laughs> Wait, she's a human. She's not even an alien, right? She sucks. Well, that's because you wanted to keep Miranda around. I did. I did, and they did not You white along. bread, plain pieces. You didn't see that ass, man. They had yeah. some fucking <laughs> We all saw the ass. The camera focused on the ass. I'm just saying. You have this other green Guy Fieri uh-huh. motherfucker with a bad <laughs> attitude. Like, who, who am I going to pick? I want the girl on Chuck. <laughs> uh, Con Ritter said, Tolly has my heart. Her charm and mystery was too alluring. Plus, I gave her dick so good she got a cold. <laughs> it does happen. Like, it, it, literally taking that mask off is like... <laughs> Poison yeah. to her. Oh, you fucked her to sickness. 
Not to. <laughs> Winner 2 said, I'm a Tolly kind of guy through and through. Liara got too edgy. Miranda's an ass. Uh, Ashley's a space racist. And Samara Morinth gave me the GBs. That's that quirky, modest, adorable bundle of mystery with a brain to match. And that booty deserves a few second looks. Huh. Itchy Sunburn said, This is super easy for me. Liara. I loved her character, and she was my main romance in the main play in my main playthrough. She was smart, sexy, naive, good-hearted, and had a bit of a dark side. I'm a man of science, so I wasn't turned off by her hor- by her boring side, but instead liked the levels of conversation you could have with her. And her dark side shows she could get freaky hmm. too once you got close to her. Uh, Red Rock nine six three said, uh, even though I couldn't romance people in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Mr. Rossetti, I projected mm-hmm. upon Red Rock. Uh, I had a village in New Leaf that I really liked. I talked to him every day, mailed him presents, mailed him letters, and did all of his quests. Then one day, he up and left the village without any indication that he was going to leave. I was heartbroken and ended up quitting uh, the game shortly after that. Rolf the Tiger. Uh, if you're reading this, know you broke my heart. And my town will never be the same because... You big joik. You should read the next one, too. Please. Oh, Turkey on Rice is Miranda, because two words, dead ass. <laughs> uh, let me get the next one. I said a major way, said, I wanted to romance Tolly from the beginning, but I ended up with Ashley. I dropped her like a bad habit in Mass Effect 2 and went Tolly all the way to the end. I loved getting to see the picture of her sans helmet, but got frustrated when it turned out to be literally a stock photo Bioware Photoshop to look like a Quarian. Love that accent, though. I I love that, like, I never saw Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) And Soren... Killed her off in the first game. Hmm. Didn't mean to. Uh, Soren7550 says, My favorite character to romance was Caden Alenko. I... I know he gets a lot of flack for being a boring human, but I love his romance because of how natural the whole thing comes together. Plus, I really liked how he didn't need fixing. Ashley had had space racism and family history. Garrus had issues with CSEC red tape, etc. He's pretty much your rock. I, yeah, I just, uh, humans in Mass Effect are just like, yeah, why am I wasting my time with human sex, man? But is he the only male bisexual character in that series that in that... Oh, we can go either way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Andromeda, there's no male bi dudes. Oh, actually, well, there's a casual encounter, but not a team member who's bi. Mm. Who's male. So you can't even, like, slight spoilers, but if you're going to go for... A gay writer playthrough, a gay male writer playthrough. Mm-hmm. Your two options are ne- neither of them are squad mates. They're secondary. They're one that person who is on the ship and one person who is an encounter. And they can't bring a laptop on the ship because that would be <laughs> too dangerous. Too dangerous. So we have two video responses. Uh, first one is from Apollo Mask. Hello, talk radio. Hello, radio radio. Hello, video. Damn it. Hello, Video Game Apocalypse. It's Fuck Apollo you. Mask, here to tell you what kind of alien I would gladly dangle my digital dice on the forehead of. I played through the Mass Effect series on three separate occasions in its entirety, solely so I could properly romance Garrus Vicarian himself. The socially awkward, badass sniper that my close quarters femshep could always rely on to provide a little bit of covering fire. 
I love his cool cucumber attitude. I love his gross cricket face, his big blue eyes, and those sexy, sexy Turian sub-vocals that make me wonder what their genitals look like. With the carapace I'm envisioning like out of a sheet, I can only hope that Vector of Mass Effect Andromeda lives up to my high standards of Turian excellence. That's that was awesome. amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I have to say that, like, Garrus was the one... Like, I, I left off midway through Mass Effect 2, but, like... My, I wanted my femshep to romance Garrus because, like, he's so cool in this one. Like, he is. I want his mandibles it's, all it's over It's no my longer about me. It's about what's best for femshep. Yeah. And that's clearly Garrus. I have to calibrate these instruments and also your vagina. <laughs> Calibrations! Uh, also, uh, Aziz Twajiri. Hey, Aziz. Hey, Aziz. Hey there, VJ. This is Aziz. And all I want to tell you is 100% real and totally not made up. Sure. So, thousands of years ago, man encountered an alien life form, which they dubbed Weird Occurrence with Manifestation of Advanced Neurology, or Woman, if you will. <laughs> uh, at the very beginning, uh, everybody seems to get along well and enjoying each other's company, but uh, years of infighting uh, and arguments on how to approach solving a problem, what man argued uh, strength and logic is the way to go, while woman argued for emotion and empathy. Uh, seemed to cause a very weird and uncomfortable period in our history simply known as the Cooties War. <laughs> Millions of men have been lost in that war and thousands have been imprisoned in a very harsh environment so, and simply known to us as the zone of friendship. Uh, but recently, however, uh, a peace offering has been made. S things seem, seem to return as it once was. But some including the very respectable, very known organization of Return of Kings with their leader, Rush V, argue <laughs> that there seems to be a rift happening soon and may cause a second Kudis War. May God help us all. Anyways, long story short, I've romanced one of these quote-unquote womans, and you don't know her, she lives in Canada, and she's totally, <laughs> real and totally hot, you guys. Anyways, thank you for listening to my uh, answer. See you all later. Miranda, it is. That's worth it. Ah, thanks, the Aziz. Nova Scotians are in <laughs> conniving. Newfoundland ladies. Uh, all right, Lurie. so new question of the week. Mm. Uh, and this will give all of us a chance to talk about the things that were left out of the top five. What's your favorite trilogy of all time? And the second you read a fourth one, you've lost the battle. <laughs> you have. I, yeah, sure. Yeah, because because mine mm -hmm. was um, uh, the Wind Waker trilogy, but, uh, which I wouldn't have suggested. I, for, I guess really? yeah, if you count the if you count Spirit Tracks and uh, the other one, oh, that I always forget. exactly the yeah. other one being the one that sucks dick. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, Phantom Hourglass, mm. ah, yes, which yes, is yes. one I don't like because it, it imagines there's one Zelda dungeon that you travel deeper into the further you go, mm. and it's horribly repetitive and terrible but it's the one Zelda game that's like I hate a Zelda timeline but the Wind Waker saga has two additional games that follow up on it and that's fine and Spirit Tracks is an amazing game Phantom Hourglass I could do without I could do without <laughs> that one mechanic but like the rest of it is fine like it's a great game and I don't know that you'll ever see it again hmm. it's, a, it's a bit of a, a bummer in that but Wind Waker Phantom Hourglass and uh, Spirit Tracks trilogy, nice. Yeah. It's a perfect trilogy. Mm. Well, 
Batman wasn't on this list, and mm. I totally the Arkham games, and yep. before you say like, well, Origins makes it for like Rocksteady has gone to great lengths to make you forget Origins ever, ever yeah. happened. It's almost mean. There's, there's more things I hate in Arkham Knight yeah. than I hate in Arkham Origins. They, they, they yeah. didn't put it in that uh, collection, right? No way, mm. man. They're, they mm. they want to pretend Arkham Origins never happened, which isn't nice to Arkham mm. Origins, because they did a good job mm. with what... Like, you tell people to make an Arkham game, they did a good job with it. Yeah. But... It, uh, but the but the regular trilogy of Asylum to City tonight mm-hmm. tells a clear beginning, middle, and end story yeah. of an arc of Batman, the Joker, and the forces of Arkham, and it does take you to the end of Batman's career, yeah. even and an, and an end point for Batman. Yeah. I think it's it's a great story. That was on my short list, but Halo ended up edging it out. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Sure, I mean. Arkham Knight didn't completely stick the landing, so I can see why. Like I, I loved Arkham City, loved Arkham City, and the Knight was just like, you should, "It's that Batmobile, man!" Like they really shouldn't have tried to to get in a Batmobile. But still, I love, the Arkham- do, I love doing burnouts at sixty spots on the map in <laughs> yes. order to finish everything. Oh boy! But anyway, yeah, the Arkham Knight, the Arkham trilogy is my favorite. Uh, so the PSP stories games kind of throw these out of whack, but I'm going to just say the PlayStation 2 Grand Theft Auto Trilogy ah. 3, Vice City, San Andreas. Uh, given that these are like three, like almost a Bermuda Triangle of places in America, yeah. New York, Florida, and <laughs> L.A., that like there's just enough crossover that like mm. This one crime person moved to this new part of the country, and mm. now they've set up shop here, and then you meet them again. It is just enough of a loose tie between they, the three built, games that, like, they, I, it works for me. They all of that in the same engine, and you'll never, ever feel like they're the same game. Yeah, but there mm. are nice minor connective elements, mm. like... You know, you'll meet this one person who gives you a mission in this game, and then this person shows up another in another game. Mm-hmm. Claude shows up in uh, San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Laszlo's there all the time because he's the Howard Stern of the Grand Theft Auto universe. He's on every radio station, and so you get to hear about how he's moved around places. Yeah, you know, now he's at this place, and or you run into um, the Nebishi dude who was uh, the, yeah. the your friend in Vice City, Fernando. Yeah. Oh, that's the wrong Nebishi. It, it, it's just enough to make me like believe that this is an entire universe mm-hmm. and it's kind of miraculous that it's just like it's three games that make me believe there's a whole country that's filled with Grand Theft Auto characters yep that was going to be mine actually because Sorry. obviously the the <laughs> Ezio collection which is my <laughs> number one mm-hmm. was on the list mm-hmm. um so let's see. What's a good one to go with? There's only two Alfred isn't chickens. GTA. Uh, <laughs> damn it! There's a second Alfred chicken. Why am I not playing it right I now? Think I'm, I'm glorifying the PS1 Jack, version. Jack and Daxter. Yes, I'll go with that. Jack and Daxter. <laughs> I actually liked quite a bit. I thought the first game was kind of a miss. Like this didn't really do much for me. Uh, the second game was like. Oh, now it's all dark and gritty before that's been overplayed. Yeah. And it's a GTA clone, which is kind of amazing. It's it's like seeing uh, Sonic the Hedgehog trans, uh, yeah. metamorphose into Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> Why am I so erect? The game I, with the guns. <laughs> and then 3 was like this Mad Max sort of thing where it's like, here's a, a dune buggy, go bomb around the desert for a while. Mm. Like, that was really cool. I really liked those three games. Uh, failing that, Sly Cooper. 
Those three games were pretty damn amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, like I, I feel like Sony had this trifecta of trilogies, a trilogy of trilogies, if you will, in Sly <laughs> Cooper, Ratchet and Clank, and Jack. They were all amazing, Jim and uh, your life is poorer if you haven't mm-hmm. played them all. Mm. I was playing the real games on the Nintendo system, so I didn't play those. So (laughs) what is your favorite trilogy of all time? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Whoever starts the forum thread by asking and answering the question gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can answer under the comments for episode 206 Mm. on videogameapocalypse.com. Dot com. I'm just gonna say, be creative with this. Like, yes. even if it like they're just tenuously connected. Yeah. Tell us about it. Like, like Love we we kind of did a tenuous connection with the Metal Gear games. Like, if you think of a like a trilogy that is like thematically linked but not chronologically linked, that's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Hank, you're the guest. What do you got? Well, if you want to see uh, my review of Mass Effect Andromeda and other works I've done in the last uh, it was eight months now, go to fandom.com. Fandom.com, the website I work for and write about games every once every day. Or starring videos even talking about things that aren't games like... Is Terminator canceled or is it reborn again? Who mm. knows? Uh, is there a difference? Well, it's <laughs> that it's that Paramount dropped their their option to make more out of the Genesis bullshit. Mm. But oppositely, that means that in 2019 the rights will revert back to James Cameron, and then he can make a good uh, Terminator, or at least produce somebody else making a Terminator. All right. Uh, so I do that. Follow me on Twitter: H E N E R E Y G, and you. can can listen to my thoughts on every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning on Talking Simpsons, which I do with Chris and Bob Mackey. Good old Talking Simpsons. We are uh, about in the middle of season five now. We're plugging along. Uh, at least got another five seasons that we're going <laughs> to do of it. Wow. Uh, there's also Laser Time, the mothership, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we're talking about uh, the long and mighty history of the Power Rangers. Mm. Uh, which, you know, everyone remembers the first, like, three or four seasons, but, like, the amount of uh, characters that come back and the amount of insane stuff that happens in the later seasons, it's it's pretty entertaining. Uh, there's also 30, 20, 10, where you look 10, 20, and 30 years back in history uh, with uh, Mrs. Wiki Parez, Diana Goodman, uh, and... Uh, Henry, we're actually, like, over this month, in three separate episodes, we're talking about WrestleMania 13. Wow. Uh, no, 3, 13, and 23. Oh, man. One of which okay. includes our, right, our wait, president. Wait. So, main... Oh, fuck. That was that one right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, main event Andre Hogan, then mm-hmm. main event Sid Undertaker. But has Bret Hart. But uh, Bret Hart and Stone Cold, and then main event... No, don't tell me. Uh, the main event... All right, so 20... 23, uh, was it Cena Triple H? Cena, Sean Michaels. Oh, Cena Michaels. But everyone remembers that uh, President Donald Trump plays a major part in WrestleMania 10 years before he... The Battle of the Billionaires. 10 years before he runs this country. Uh, (sighs) But yes, if if that wrestling talk didn't depress you, uh, Patreon is also... We have patreon.com slash laser time. We have a weekly bonus show, bonus time. We have... At least two movie commentaries per month. We are actually going to be doing uh, Raising Arizona uh, this upcoming Monday, uh, but it's also the home of Bone. Or it's also the t- the home of Cheap Podcast, the pro wrestling podcast, where we'll talk about WrestleMania 33 soon. 
Hopefully hmm. no future presidents are uh, taking part in that. You know, I'll say one thing about Power Rangers. It was the foundation of the only family circus punchline I've ever remembered. What? Which is, hey mom, want to play Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? No thanks, I'd rather be a Mighty Morphin Flower Arranger. <laughs> <laughs> See, I made it funny! I'm better than Jeff Keane! <laughs> Fuck you, man! Man, you just stomped out of the room, and I can see a dotted line following me. <laughs> All right, well, Chris isn't here, so he clearly has nothing to plug. Uh, did you say Patreon already? Patreon.com slash LaserTime. All right, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. picture Paul Abdul getting cream pied by Bab, Babar the Elephant. Is that it? <laughs> On one of their t-shirts? Oh, God. I haven't truly had sex unless your face looks like a glazed donut. <laughs> oh, baby, don't tell me. <clears throat> oh, that's Bukaki. So trying to yeah. picture. Trying to... Wait, what, what are we you not looked about? up cream pies on the internet? Oh, let me, let me pull pies. it up for you. So, here, yes. Let me see a cream pie. Oh, no, I saw one. Thanks for... Uh, <laughs> let me draw you a word picture. It's gross. <laughs>